0: So this nigga actually made me a christian because i was like i can't find a masculine christian channel turning the other cheek is kind of gay right now he actually said the first clip i ever saw after he wiped the floor with the son a scuff podcast he said by the way that whole jesus was a hippie that's a psyop that's totally fake news and he said this as a fucking teenager and then he went into why and look, it, it was a reoccurring loop Don't a know. thought in my head for years i'm like bro i wonder how many channels are going to look like his he's doing great Zero, he's the only one doing Christianity a fucking favor and on his own fucking website. Remember, who were you debating? You,
1: you debated him in the sequel. You're like, my powers have doubled since the last time we met. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. That but scene topic was... is a perfect topic because notice how much the goalposts have moved. When that thing first came out, we were going to turn into magnets. Uh, fucking Bill Gates is going to microchip us to so be You're gay. So we made, were going to get bro. fucking killed. There were going to be mass fucking problems, None circle. of it came true. None of no, it came don't true. Don't mind. What? All the vaccine passports, bro. How long did you be to get close? Every mom and pop shop closed, McDonald's tripled their net worth, and you're pretending you didn't see it. Do you, you need not... a conspiracy to explain why big business gets bigger and mom and pop shops die? So do you don't yeah. understand anything about the fucking economy. So why do you think a big business it, a big exactly? Business? That's my point. Isn't it shady to you? What no, what's shady about the, a larger <laughs> business staying in business and a smaller <laughs> business going into business? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. All what's shady on. Hold on. Because the government right, loses right, right literally made deals that some businesses could stay open and some were forced to stay closed. That's what's shady about it. Mm. Like for example, they said that Walmart and Walgreens could stay open and small businesses had to shut down. No, they mm. didn't. They absolutely didn't. You're just lying. Go back, and, go back and Google it. I don't need to go back. Okay, yeah, absolutely. You can Google it at home if you want supermarkets where Trump goes out no. there and says that Walmart can stay open. Some businesses were allowed to stay open and some had to stay closed. What, what was so that viewers at home could look it up? So what's like a city or state where you're telling me to be, let's be clear about your claim. Uh-huh. There are some states or cities where Walmart was allowed to stay open, but other or supermarkets or other stores, not a church, yes. not a recreational yes. gathering. Okay. Yes, right. 100%. And not only that, Wait, wait. but not only that, okay. but also as large as wealth transfer because they printed $6 trillion mm. and then they spent $3 trillion. They doubled the money supply in one year and then it was the largest deficit the United States has ever run. Where do you think that money goes? Mm. Where do you think that money goes to? The cash transfer in COVID, the $2,500 check or whatever, $1,000 check, I forget what it was. That cash transfer, which I think- an immigrant check. Yeah, right. In spring of 2020, that was a $250 billion part of a $3 trillion spending bill. All that other money went to the airlines. It went to all the big companies that had to be bailed out. And when no company. About got, bro, do you eating. know anything about finance? No company got bailed out. Whoa, there was the. P- are you kidding there me? There was the PPP. There was a Paycheck Protection Program, yes. which is where you paid a company that was to compensate them for W two wages on. that were holding up the, airlines didn't, the, got, got wait, wait. the maintain, airlines didn't get bailed out. That you got people got money to the airlines didn't get bailed out. Airlines are one of the least profitable businesses in the entire fucking <laughs> United, <laughs> so United so States. So the airlines got, got bailed of? out. Okay. Go over. There we go. There were massive the just largest government programs. That. The largest government programs. You go. I took a fucking PPP loan. Do you know anything about finance? The PPP loan and a lot of the bailouts you talk about were available for any company to go in and reach for. Okay, that's the reality. There were no. There weren't favorable companies. Um, they, like. You're just wrong, like the just, just industry, like, the, just like the Walmart and, and supermarket the thing. Industry. You're just making Laying shit up. You're just making companies. shit up. And quantitative easing doesn't benefit the banks and doesn't benefit the biggest corporations. Also, every single form of monetary policy benefits the wealthy. Also, that's bro. how it works. Also, do you acknowledge that tax cuts benefit the wealthy? <laughs> Tax cuts benefit everybody. Sometimes. No, hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. The, the QE benefits, cuts. I saw you tweeted about the, the Trump well, well, tax cuts. The QE benefited everybody. You right? want to talk about the, the QE? Trump tax cuts? Does more liquidity in a market benefit everybody looking talk- for money? So you're admitting now that tax so cuts so you- benefit everybody? No, <laughs> I'm say saying the tax cuts I mean, just just disproportionately just benefit the wealthy. They just, just like the bailouts also which means benefit everybody, just like you acknowledge. Let's talk about the Jews No, real quick. Yeah. My issue is certain groups of people will act in certain ways, and people will take those behaviors and they'll try to use that in some really weird way to explain every single thing that's going on in the world. Sometimes people uh, so for instance they're like oh well uh, these people are disproportionately represented in some area which for Jewish people which for all people are true mm-hmm. right you call a guy for help on your PC probably going to talk to an indian more likely than you know a chinese person or if okay. you you know go to a person in the midwest and ask somebody to roof your house you're probably going to get a hispanic person rather than a white person yeah. right mm-hmm. there are definitely people that con- um that tend to move towards certain areas, which happens for a IQ. variety of reasons. For right, where IQ might be one of those reasons for a variety of reasons. But the problem is, people will take these trends that they see, and then from there, they extrapolate these crazy ideas that somehow every single world government, financial institution educational institution, private firm are all working for some shadowy group of people when in reality, every single behavior you see can be explained really simply. It's not, every single behavior that you see can be explained by ordinary human behavior. You don't need any sort of shadowy people or behind the scenes plan to explain any of the stuff that's going yeah, on.
0: Kanye, Mel Gibson, they're just crazy. I, okay. let
1: me, I'm glad that you said that. That's the thesis. It's certain people act a certain way sometimes to suggest that there's any sort of tribal loyalty or anything like that is really really weird really crazy i always love the weasel words it's always like because i'll give you my thesis in a second but i just want to respond to that it's always like these weasel words like really weird really crazy i'll tell you what's not crazy jews have been a diaspora people for two thousand years in the last 150 years they have made an effort to resettle palestine which they consider their holy land. They consider their historic homeland. They have by hook and by crook in violent ways and through corruption internationally conspired in the sense that it's people that have made an agreement to make that happen, to resettle Jews in Palestine. And they did it in some legitimate ways, some illegitimate ways in Europe, in the Middle East, in America. And in many cases, it was violent, it involved subterfuge, it involved corruption. The idea that like that pattern of behavior is happening, it's not really weird. It's not really crazy. You're right. People act in certain ways. People act according to their nationality, tribe, ideas they have. And so my thesis is that Jews in particular have a tribal as well as a religious reason to act the way they do. They're disproportionately represented in many sectors of America. And by the way, they're not jobs. You know, saying that uh, banking guy, is a job.
0: Give me a break. Right? Uh, exa- well, the banking
1: is. But owning all the owning banks, a bank is the job. Owning That's all the ridiculous. banks is not a job. You may get an Asian program or an Asian I.T. guy because Asians are good at math disproportionately. That's true. You might get a Mexican landscaper because it's cheap, low skill labor that Mexicans are performing. Jews owning all the banks is something that they have inherited over centuries and millennia because of politics and because of religion. And so if we want to talk about how that got to be, I don't think there's anything crazy about that. I think it's actually an interesting and important question because these are the decision makers in the society. It's not just people that are the legislators. We have to talk about the big money people. We got to talk about the media. We got to talk about the people in the bureaucracy. Determining their motivations and who they are is an important attribute of understanding why things are the way they are in America. The Jewish identity explains so much of it. That, that's the thesis. But the question isn't whether it's a coincidence. The question is, remember, the JQ does not just state that Jews happen to be overrepresented in some industries. Now, people like Nick will try to shift that argument. Well, aren't there a lot of Jews there? Aren't there... But that's not the JQ. The JQ says that there is an intentional effort by those people to uh, congregate all of their power and then to use that power to control the levers of society in very particular it's ways To in order to effect positive outcomes for them oftentimes at the expense of others. That's the JQ because of some weird Jewish blah blah blah. But the reality is the United States wants an ally in the Middle East. Israel is our best ally that we have in the Middle East. Uh, just like Turkey is a strong ally yeah, we in the Middle get East. The, money, that's the, idea, the idea that we need like a Jewish conspiracy or some Jewish plan to explain that, we don't need one just like we don't need a Turkish conspiracy. Just like we don't need a Turkish conspiracy to explain why we're so close to Turkey in the Middle East, despite all the the political disagreements that we have with them. I wanna hear what your opinion is on Israel. So if I understand you correctly, you're saying that Israel is America's closest ally because Israel benefits America the most. Is that right? I'm saying that Israel is a close ally to the United States because there's a benefit for them being an ally in the Middle East. What is the benefit? Uh, the benefit is geopolitical. The benefit is that we've got a strong ally in that region of the what world. Is okay. It helps us deploy You're military assets. Yourself. It helps us have bases in really? these areas. Are, yeah, sure. How many bases do we have in Israel? Uh, I don't know how many bases we have. Okay, in Israel, really? In Israel. What do we deploy from Israel? <laughs> Uh, I I don't even know Dance in terms of happening. economy. Nothing. We have there's in. absolutely no economic, no beneficial in, interest nope, whatsoever nope. for nope. Israel being in the, and in the United and States. No Israelis died in the Iraq war. Uh, everything <laughs> in the the big controversy actually for the Muslim world is that Saudi Arabia allowed us to station there and use their yeah. airspace, which is like a total We're friends with Saudi Arabia too, are we not? I know. Saudi Arabia? We're Wait, why, are about fra- why are we friends with Saudi Arabia if the Saudi Arabia's well, along? I I don't do oh, oh, well, if well, if, well, if well, they don't always get along, why are we friends well, with Saudi Arabia well. then too? Hang on. Yeah. We could talk about Saudi Arabia in a second. I want to talk about Israel. So you said that we're allied with Israel because they provide us a benefit. I said, What's a benefit? You said, Well, it's a geostrategic. I said, What does that mean? You said, Well, well, we deploy stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I just said, Well, no, actually, they don't do any of that. So I I wanna stick to the same question. What does Israel do for us specifically? Specifically? specifically. I'm not, I wouldn't be able to tell what Iraq does so for us specifically either. No, I don't know so you have no I don't know. OK, well, the answer is yeah, tell nothing. Us. And the answer is nothing. We give them $3.8 billion per year in aid. That's in addition to all kinds of other special provisions. Every other country, because you're right to some extent about the foreign aid. We give a lot of these countries foreign aid, but there's a reciprocal advantage for foreign aid. Like, for example, we give Egypt a lot of foreign aid. You want to know why we give Egypt a lot of foreign aid? They became the second largest recipient of foreign aid after the Camp David Accords in 78. They were the first nation to sign a peace treaty with Israel. It was only after that that they became the number two recipient of foreign aid. But one of the benefits that we get from the foreign aid, besides that we brokered a peace deal with Egypt, it was very controversial, very unpopular is that Egypt buys our military equipment with the money we give them. Israel's the only country in the world that they don't have to spend all the foreign aid money they get on the American defense industry. They can spend it on their own defense industry. Only country that gets that sweetheart deal. In addition, we have a special part of the aid that we give Israel that we give it all in a lump sum at the beginning of the year, as opposed to giving it over the course of the year, we give it to them as a lump sum. And what they do with the money is they actually buy our American treasury notes so they can make interest. Isn't that beautiful? So we give them the money and they demand this, only one in a lump sum, and they take the 3.8 billion and they spend a little on their own defense industry. They spend a little on ours and then they buy our treasury notes. and They make a little interest off the money we give them. The other thing is this. We give it to them as a loan, which is important. If we gave it to them as a grant, we would have to monitor how they spend it. Well, they don't they don't need that kind of scrutiny on what they spend it on. So they accept it as a loan. But we forgive the loan. So there's no scrutiny, but we also don't collect it back. There's also no interest. These are all the kinds of special sweetheart provisions we give them in addition to them being the number one recipient, and there's no there's actually no tangible benefit that we derive from them. In fact, it's the opposite. Constantly we are catching spies like the Jonathan yes. Pollard affair in the Trump administration they got busted for putting listening devices Wait, in Washington. Can I ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. Do we have any military bases in in Israel? Do uh, you tell me you just looked it up on yeah, your phone? Yeah, I, I did. I can see so we do <laughs> have military bases in Israel. Okay. I I see we have radar yeah, installations. Oh, so tell me about not the military Not only that, base. I see we have radar installations in Israel that literally help us keep track of what's going on over the skies of Iran. Do you think that provides us a geostrategic advantage? <laughs> <laughs> no, because States? Iran is not our adversary. Do Why is Iran, Iran too- our wait, adversary? Wait, 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 because we had a geostrategic interest in Iraq, and Iraq was for a while an adversary. not and in And Iran is also an adversary because Iran has international. The IRGC literally does ops all over the United States. Really? Hold Wait, wait, wait. The IRGC does ops in the United States? No, no, no. Hold on. Against U.S. troops. Where? What do you think in Iraq?
2: Why are we in Iraq? Why do
1: you think Donald Trump killed silly money? Why are we in well, Iraq? Why do you think Donald Trump killed silly money? Who do you think was killing? Because Donald gave them five hundred million dollars in uh, twenty twenty. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. It wasn't because <laughs> yeah. it wasn't because yes, there were gotcha. attacks all Absolutely. over Iraq on U.S. troops that was done why by we the IRGC, That was ran by Iran. Why were, we in why Iraq? Iraq? I do not know every single point of trivia that mm-hmm. a Nazi memorized memorize about uh, Israel. I don't. I don't <laughs> have all the information. I will look it up when I can, and I read what I can, and I learn what I can. But I don't know every target point. But I would like to say the beginning. It kind of seemed like we're relying on the idea that. Israel's no military installations for the United States in Israel. That seemed to be the point you we were lying at. Well, now it seems like they do. Not only they do, but it seems like it also is one that provides geostrategic interest to the United States because of our operations in the Middle East. Now that you found that out, now you're like, oh, well, why do we care about Iran? <laughs> I told you why we care about Iran. We care about Iran because the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps, the IRGC that was ran by Soleimani, the guy that Donald Trump assassinated because they killed so many U.S. troops in Iraq that they have an interest in killing U.S. troops across the Middle East, and they had for a long time. And then you shifted the goalpost from, so the goalpost was, are the military? In Israel? Okay. Do they provide geostrategic interest? Okay. Well, what's even the interest? Okay, well, why are we in Iraq? You're gonna shift the goalposts over and over and over again. You can ship as much as you want, but Israel does have US military installations, and we also have weapon depots there as well. And there's a reason why we have them, it's geostrategic interest, and there is a reason why they're spying on people that are killing troops in the Middle East. So if you want to keep shifting the goalposts, we can. I don't know if we're getting to the point where we're like, why were Jews persecuted in Rome fucking how many thousand years ago? R- we were that, but- the reason it's not shifting the goalpost. I asked you specifically precisely because you came on here without knowing it actually, and I want to point that out. Out. You come on here and say, well, the, it's a weird, crazy conspiracy to suggest that Zionist Jews in America conspire to help Israel. That's weird and crazy. It's not tribal. It's not religious. You said the reason that it's way more boring and way more complex, the Nazis would suggest it's because they actually provide a benefit. I said, really, what's the benefit? You said, oh, I, I don't know. So you just claimed that without knowing anything. Then you went on I'm right.com. Your chat helped you out and said, well, actually, they have a military installation. Here's the reason why it matters why we're in Iraq. You told me the benefit that Israel provides to America is that they help us spy on Iran. Well, it would actually matter then why it's actually a geostrategic necessity for us to spy on Iran. Iran is thousands and thousands of miles away from the United States, as is the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps. You said for a moment, you said, well, the IRGC operates internationally in America. And I said, really? And you said, no, no, I mean, in the Middle East. And then you say, well, well, why are we in the Middle East? Well, that's not important at all. Actually, it is because America has no business in Iraq. We had no business in Iraq in 1990. We had no business in Iraq in 2003. We had no business in Iraq in 2011. It matters. Of course, it matters. And here's why. My contention, of course, is that we were led to Iraq by Jewish Zionists. Jewish Zionist's number one enemy is Syria. Therefore, their number two enemy was Saddam Hussein. And the reason why is because of their northern border. In the 1980s, Israel invaded Lebanon and a group called Hezbollah pushed them out. The history goes way, 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 way back. But basically, they are mortal enemies with the Al-Assad family, with Hafez and Bashar Al-Assad and with Hezbollah, with Lebanon and Syria. It's about securing their northern border. In any case, they have said continuously over the last 40 years that their number one adversary they got to take out, the road to Damascus runs through Baghdad. They have to take out Iraq to take out Syria. So my contention is that we went to war with Iraq basically for the benefit of Syria. It follows, therefore, that if we're at war in Iraq because Jews pushed us into that war to benefit Israel, it's actually not a geostrategic benefit for us to be able to surveil Iran or to kill the Iranian Revolutionary Guard. Because the only reason the IRGC can kill our troops in Iraq is because we're in Iraq for Israel. So that's actually just a roundabout way of saying, well, they benefit us so that we can benefit them. They benefit us so we could kill their enemies when we're fighting their enemies in Iraq for them. It does us no good. We would have no beef with Iran besides the hostage situation from 40 years ago. But other than that, we'd have no beef with Iran, Iraq or Syria if it wasn't for our support for Israel. The the Israel is the one that dragged us into Iraq. Can you elaborate that? I can. Yeah, very clearly. In 1996, they published a memo called the Clean Break Memo. Maybe you've heard of it. It's Douglas Pearl, David Feith, David Wormser. These guys all went into the Bush administration and created the Office of Special Plans in the defense office in the department of defense which concocted this excuse for war in iraq this this fabricated evidence about wmds this connection with the uh poisoning and so on and what they said exactly the anthrax in the clean break memo in 1996 all these by the way these guys are all jewish zionists they all said it's about securing the realm of israel securing the northern border we have to take out saddam we have to take out syria we have to take out iran after, why, why didn't we go to war with Syria or Iran then? Oh, that's a great question. They tried to get us to war in Syria, if you remember. They fomented a Syrian civil war with ISIS, which was supported by both Israel and the United oh, hold States. Hold on, hold on. That's like 15 years later. Yeah, because that was the plan. First Iraq, from, then Syria, from the first, then wait, wait, so did we go to the first Gulf War and the second Gulf War because of Jews or just the second no, one? Absolutely. Okay, so we we the gassing both. of the Kurds and any of that, none of that mattered? No, that's all, that's all ridiculous. Kuwait, that's all bullshit. Well, here's, And I'll tell you why. Okay. In 1998, All these same guys, Wolfowitz and Abrams and all of them, Cohen, they all wrote a letter to Bill Clinton in 1998 before State of the Union and said, you got to address taking out Saddam. So they were talking about taking out Saddam for like 20 years. Then 9-11 happens and they go, Oh, Saddam did 9/11. Oh, Saddam has WMDs. Let's go in. Yeah, it's all excuses, Destiny. Why didn't they so, just no, wait, why like, didn't they just oppose him after the first Gulf War then? Are you so naive to think that like gassing the Kurds is the reason we went in? Do you really I, believe that? I, I more so than four Jewish guys drafted up a plan to get us into an arbitrary war in the Middle East with Israel. It's more about bullshit humanitarian nonsense than it is about like spies, money, Warfare and like that's really the crux because of it is you don't know a naive spy, worldview yeah. like well I bu- the government said they're gassing the Kurds yeah just like Assad was gassing his own people and it was fucking fake and it was all white helmets with the there's, UN down yeah, there absolutely. and it was no the rebels using chemical attacks yeah, no there no isn't and they should go and investigate that. That. absolutely no there isn't there's not a single international community in the fucking world that would back up the there planet. isn't evidence. There's- The gassing of the Kurds
3: was a contributing, though, factor? Or you're saying it's not at all?
1: No, I don't think so at all. And here's why. I think that that is how they dress it up. I think that that is basically United States foreign policy, is that we come up with pretexts and excuses to do what we want to do anyway. Like, for example, and and I'm not trying to just you know, zoom out here, but I am trying to give examples. You don't think that mattered either, right? What I'm tr- here's here's the big picture, Destiny, okay, okay. which is, I think what you're missing, Okay. is that we give a lot of excuses. We said there were WMDs in Iraq. That's why we went to Iraq. Second Gulf War. There four. weren't any. You're mixing the first and second one up. No, no, I'm giving additional okay. examples. Well, that why not I just focus on the first Gulf War well, instead of talking around missing, a bunch of- I'm making a bigger point about United States foreign policy, which is that we conduct regime change operations. We go to war all the time. There's always a pretext, whether it's the gassing of the Kurds or it's what happened in Kuwait. The same is true of Iraq with WMDs, the same is true of Libya. We deposed Gaddafi in Libya, they said, because, well, uh, it's not like democratic enough. Does anybody really That's believe- That's not even true. Hey, whoa! Does anybody really believe that we go to war with a NATO coalition? And we deposed Gaddafi because the elections weren't free and fair. And the same thing is true with Syria. Constantly trying, trying to create, abstain. Whoa, why are you interrupting it's me like, all the time? Is it because you're not <laughs> confident in your positions? You know, no, it's it's you because every <laughs> time you answer a question, you make up 50 bullshit well, in, the, in, the, in the totality of this conversation, the strongest evidence that Nick will ever, ever offer for his position is some of the people involved are Jewish.
3: <laughs> so nope, let's wrong. hit the first Gulf War because he's asking uh, why did we get involved why? in the yeah. first Gulf War?
1: We got involved in the first Gulf War for the same reason we got involved in the Iraq war. It's because the Jews had a problem with Saddam Hussein. The Zionists had a problem with Saddam Hussein. It's the same situation. And here's why I bring up the letter to Bill Clinton, 98. It's because, once again, we can take the explanation that we were given by the news media that Israel is our closest ally because they help us. We went to war in Iraq because WMDs, I don't know, we were fooled. We went to war in the Gulf War because of the Kurds. What I'm trying to say is... That was already the policy. They were agitating for war for a long time. The neocons were agitating for war for a long time. Can you tell me how did we make Saddam Hussein invade Kuwait and then use gas weapons against the Kurdish people? Wait, we didn't make them do that. That's the pretext. How That's are we the agitating excuse. for That's it? That's the excuse. Yeah, can you tell that me how are we agitating for it? No, no, no. I'm not saying oh, they I know agitated you for that. Okay, okay. What, what, are sorry, what are we agitating for? I'm sorry. What are you saying? I'm, I, I'm trying to figure out how the Jews made us go. I'm trying to figure out how did the Jews make Saddam you are Hussein I'm trying to figure it out. I am. You are, I'm asking you. How did the Jews make Saddam Hussein? Invade Kuwait. He brings up Man, like no, five different comments. It's a false premise. It's a Destiny, false premise. It's a it's false a t- premise. Here, t- here t- was the t- question: t- He, <laughs> said, so that we don't derail, he guys. said, "How did how the Jews make, make a- Saddam Hussein do these things?" Yes, I never go. said the Jews made Saddam Hussein do those things. Were you listening? Oh, so Saddam Hussein mm-hmm. chose to invade Kuwait uh-huh. and gas the Kurdish people. I don't know that he gassed the Kurdish people. By the way, we don't Let's say they did, though. As I said before, that's the pretext. Destiny. Countries do bad things all the time. Were there other countries that were using chemical weapons on on their own citizens in the Middle East that we had no interest in? Wasn't that one of the reasons why we went after Gaddafi was claims of torturing people, locking them up in prisons, no. We said, why is it that the we went to invade? invade? Why is it, it, it that we, invade? Invade? Why is it that we went to invade? Tell me, tell me. When we went to depose Gaddafi, why is it that even China abstained from voting against U.S. involvement in that? Because they knew that Gaddafi was a fucked up person. And they knew that that country oh, was being please, ran by. fucked yeah. up ways. Oh, please, yeah. China's not ran by fucked up people and there's no other fucked I'm up I'm just saying China has the ask ability you to enter and everybody saying don't do it. it. There's a reason why they abstain. Let me ask you this. Uh-huh. So we went into Libya, we went into Iraq because it's fucked up, guys. Doing fucked up stuff. Are we there any leaders? Are there any leaders doing fucked up stuff in Africa and Latin America? I think that generally the United States. Yes has or no? Yes the, or no? Yeah, they probably. Yeah, of course. Okay. So like why? So where, where are the ground wars in Africa and Latin no America? No geostrategic interest, and I don't know okay. if there are. Uh, I don't know if there are democracies the there. I don't know if they're democracies that, the that we feel point. like we're supporting. What was the geostrategic interest in toppling Saddam Hussein in two thousand three? The that entire area, because of its location near Russia, I believe, is of interest to the United States. Because of it, so we invaded Iraq because of its location I near say Russia? We invaded, I didn't say we invaded Iraq. because Saddam Hussein invaded Kuwait with shitty pretext and used chemical warfare against uh, the people of Kurdistan, the Kurds living in the north of Iraq. The reason why we have an interest in Iraq is because of the location on the globe. So uh, if you want to tell me why we're interested in Iraq, I can tell you that. If you want to tell me why we invaded, I can tell you that. Those are the two separate answers to that. Where okay. were the Jews involved? oh So you said, well, we invaded Iraq and Libya because even China realized that Gaddafi was a shitty guy. This is like Reddit talk. Gaddafi was a total freaking asshole. That he moved Gaddafi again. was a total freaking asshole. That's why we invaded. And I said, okay. Have tortured them. Get, had, get, well, interruptions. Can we okay, get a yeah, check yeah. on that? Okay. Hit oh, yeah. yeah. the, the Gaddafi thing okay. and then no. please answer his question about the Iraq. So, so I said, well, what about all the shitty people in Africa? What about all the shitty people in Latin America, terrorist groups? And he said, well, Well, so really it's not about their shitty people. It's because they're shitty people and it was geostrategically important. I said, what's a geostrategic benefit? It's near Russia. Really? So let me get this straight. If we invaded Iraq... And the geostrategic benefit is that it was near Russia. Which, look at a fucking map. Why wouldn't we just go into Armenia, Azerbaijan, Georgia? Why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we go into Ukraine? Why wouldn't we accelerate Ukraine's membership in NATO? This is in 2003. Why would we make Ukraine a NATO member in 2003 when Putin had been in office for three years? Why invade Iraq if that was the geostrategic all, benefit? Sure. First first, of, yeah. First of all, we've already drafted nations that are literally bordering, uh, bordering Russia into NATO. That's what we did with the Baltics: Estonia, Latvia, uh, and Lithuania. Yeah, yeah. So we've already done that. And in terms of reaching into countries that are more northern and eastern, um, or, or from from Iraq, my guess is going to be because we don't have any connection or reasonable way to support those countries. We just <laughs> wait. Don't wait. Have what a... does that mean? We have no reasonable way. As to support in the what geographic country? locations of places like Turkey and Israel make them easier for long distance support rather than really? places like Armenia, Azerbaijan. So where's where's Georgia? Azerbaijan on a map? Do you know? Uh, northeast of Iraq, it's east of Turkey. Yes. So it's right there. It's right there with Armenia. It's right there with Turkey. It's right there with Georgia. Georgia and Turkey are allies. But why wouldn't we just go for Azerbaijan? Georgia already had Russian troops in the country. Azer- uh, and we couldn't have gone in there and repelled that and in And Russian troops on the Russian border? No, in I don't think we would do that. That's what we're doing right now, dipshit. That's what we're doing right now. And it's 20 uh, years later. I'm sorry, we have an The United it States does, does, does not have <laughs> military troops in here in Ukraine. Yes, they do. Wow. No, they don't. So no, they don't. Yes, we do. The then why isn't Russia screaming from the Contract, we, we had. They, they are. They are. are. How we pivoted okay. away from the first okay. That okay, is right. incredible. All right, all right, amazing amazing uh, naivete on display right okay.
3: here. Are you saying that Israeli involvement had nothing to do with us going into Iraq? That. Israeli is, involvement.
1: I'm sure that people from Israel were probably happy we did it. I'm sure there are Jewish people okay. in the United States we'll, that are probably happy finish, we did please. it, but Sorry. I don't think the Jews made it happen. Like, I think if you delete Israel and you delete Jewish people, uh, God willing for neck, uh, from the world, we're still probably going okay. to so Iraq. So you think we would have invaded regardless of Israel, Regardless involvement. of any Jewish okay. influence. Okay, what's your yes. response to that? He's
3: saying Israel pretty much played no part in it.
1: Okay, well, I mean, I was about to respond to a lot of this. I would say in the first place, he said, well, we don't go into Africa because they can't build a democracy. Okay. As if Iraqis are any more democratic than fucking Africans. That's number one. Number two, he said, well, we wouldn't go to war in Africa because the weapons would just go everywhere. As though that's not exactly what's been happening in the Middle East for 40 years. That was happening before we even arrived. There was happening with the Soviets against the Mujahideen in 1979. It's been going on. So both of those are two arguments that are just crap. Okay, like, you disagree. Okay. And so and no, what about Iraq? The Iraq? Yeah. And then about the Iraq Jews part. in Iraq. Uh, He says, well, maybe there were Israelis that supported it. No, there were very powerful Zionist Jews that supported it. It was a number two in the DOD. It was a number three in the DOD. It was had a Near East policy in the National Security Council. These are the guys that put together. And by the way, it's not like I'm just listing people that were in the government they you specifically are. created no i'm about to answer that they specifically specifically created the office of special plans the office of special plans is where all this phony intelligence about wmds from iraq it wasn't phony was coming from it was it was not it the was. osp was also requested it by cheney was. and bush because, because they didn't like the- it up they contradicted the cia they contradicted american intelligence they had Mossad people going in between all day long not only that but these are all guys i don't know how people can just pass this off as a coincidence all these guys that i'm talking Talking about in the government were 10 years prior writing a clean break memo that was literally commissioned by the prime minister of Israel. The prime minister of Israel said, hey, guys, go write a memo about our foreign policy. And the foreign policy playbook they wrote was this first Iraq, then Syria, then Iran. Then these guys all get in the Bush White House. And that's go figure exactly what they push for. On September 20th, Nine days after 9-11, 40 prominent neocons at the Washington Post, Wall Street Journal, New York Times wrote a letter to George Bush and said, if you don't support a war against Hezbollah, against Iraq, against Syria, then we're going to say you're an ally of the terrorists. You're a cuck in the war on terrorism. Those guys were all Jewish Zionists, by the way. All these neocons they are the most prominent conservatives. At the same time, that same week, they're drafting plans for war Mm. against Iraq. We didn't even know who did it. And when we found out It was people that trained in Afghanistan, funded by Saudis, connected to Pakistanis. Why are they talking about going to war against Hezbollah, which is in Lebanon? Why are they talking about going to war in Syria? Syria helped us in the war on terror. Why are they talking about going to Iran? It makes no sense. Other than that, this is the fucking playbook that they wrote commissioned by Netanyahu. It's not crazy. It's not weird. That's just the facts. Every single argument relies on this. There are some Jewish people that said this. Therefore, that's the plan. There's a reason why you won't answer specifically anything related to the first or even the second Gulf War. What? What the? and then you restate some of my points, you make them your own, and then you just keep harping this idea that the Jews, the Jews, the Jews. The Office of Special Plans was created because Cheney and Bush wanted to take unvetted intel because they really wanted to go to Iraq and fight a war there, and they didn't like the information they were getting from the CIA or the FBI, which is interesting because if US intelligence is so corrupted, why the fuck would you even need to create the Office of Special Plans? If the Mossad and the Jews and all these people have so much influence throughout every single hierarchy of the United States government, can you tell me why the OSP was even created? Why couldn't they just fake intel from the CIA? Because their positions were in the DOD. I mean, you're telling me, you're telling me, wait a minute, they didn't have any clout. They just created an office within the Defense Department, the number two and three in the fucking Pentagon. Yeah, why they did they the have asking you? I'll repeat the question. They, you used won't have an they, they used what they had. They use what they had. This is how they use what they had. They literally said, created why, a new why office. That's They that's not it in, in the, the CIA, CIA when they Remember, did it in the DOD. When we talk about conspiracies, they're always all powerful, but then they're also I super cocked at the same time. If these guys have so much influence, they're so powerful, why the fuck would they create a whole separate office? Why wouldn't they just take shit from the CIA? okay he's saying <laughs> okay so- i see i see what he's, yeah, saying. he's let me, saying let me let me summarize for the viewers that don't yeah, understand okay please, yeah, yeah. so for there probably was no good reason to think that there were weapons of mass destruction in iraq yeah. okay and are the actual intel and the united states that was doing research at the time yeah. was reporting as much to the white house yeah chances no are no however yeah. bush and cheney had a separate office created the office of special plans and what they did was they took unverified unvetted intel and they shot that up right to the white house and they said hey look at this report hey look at this report maybe there's something there but intel is a messy business there's a yeah. lot of verifications we have to do right and as a result of some of that unverified bullshit intel they they use that as a pretext for mass uh, weapons of mass destruction they yeah. went to iraq we just put Saddam hussein yeah probably a really bad way to start that war yeah. but the problem is and again this is my biggest issue with these types of all-encompassing conspiracy that, conspiracies that run every part of the world is that they're so fucking powerful why would they create a whole cuck separate institution that retards on fucking YouTube and Cozy.TV can research, why wouldn't they have just faked intel through the CIA? I I love this argument because first it was like, well, it's really weird and crazy and blah, blah, blah. Then it turns into, well, why would the Jews, why would the Zionist Jews that wrote the memo and work in the DOD in the number two and three positions, why would they create an office to funnel in unvetted intelligence from Mossad instead of doing it in the CIA? I don't know, because they were in the DOD, they were in the Pentagon. I mean, it's like presupposing the whole premise, which is that they're, are you so let me get this straight you're conceding that there are Zionist Jews that wrote the clean break memo working in the Pentagon. They were funneling unvetted intelligence given to them, and this is reported by witnesses, from the Mossad, to, which is Israeli intelligence. You probably don't know that because you're oh, ignorant. Oh, geostrategic interest They're of the pushing police. That. Israeli oh, intelligence. Oh, 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 Thanks oh, 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 for oh, oh. an for so, so you're admitting you have Zionist Jews who wrote the memo in the Pentagon and in the State Department, in the DoD, they're funneling unvetted intelligence from foreign intelligence agencies into the government. And that was part of the war in Iraq. Is that all what you're saying? You're admitting you're, that? Yeah, you restated my whole answer. Let's see if you'll answer my okay, question now, go ahead. Well, so then I don't <laughs> think there's any disagreement. I mean, if he's gonna sit there and say, that's the, well, but he's wrong because he's saying there's a gra- they control everything and everyone. No one ever said that. My thesis at the beginning is that you have these Zionist Jews in these positions. They have leveled up. In some cases, they have been helped by foreign intelligence to get there, and they use their influence and power to help the state of Israel, which is basically what you're conceding. I never once said they control everything. Anybody will tell you that there are divisions, the CIA, FBI, NSA, State Department, DOD, there is factionalism within all these groups and some are more infiltrated than others so nobody ever just nobody said well they control the whole government if i can prove they only control the dod then therefore i win and we agree you're right zionist jews in the dod did give intelligence from the Mossad to bush to bring us to iraq we agree why did they need to create a separate office for it because they needed to bypass the cia yeah why couldn't they have just gone to the white house themselves there's rules
4: and regulations that they got to follow that, that department doesn't have to. There's
1: rules and regulations for going to war in Iraq by creating a separate this office. This is a mechanism like, that they did. Yeah. Why, why would they create that then? I, I just don't know why you wouldn't just pass it up through the CIA. That's and, what they did. They, they pass didn't. They did CIA. pass it up through the, they created this office special They created the, like, reported to the NSC. Here's a summary. Yeah. Basically,
3: what he's saying is that the CIA was not compromised with Zionist interests to the same degree that the DOD was, so they did it through the DOD. Exactly. Is that the answer? Pretty yeah. Much. That's the answer. Pretty much. So, so the CIA so, was not, because they're they're different agencies. Yeah.
1: I mean, I understand that. Yeah. I mean, I understand the Boston Bomber did something terrible, but the fact is, if he's American, he's fucking American. Like, his one vote should be should be cast. Let's just, say that I buy all of that, which is already too much, and it's okay. hilarious. All right. Why is it that they created their own little office, office of Jewish Plans, they got us to go to the Iraq, why the fuck didn't they get us to get rid of Saddam Hussein? Why'd we keep him there? They did. What do you mean? We kept him there. We got him in 2003. Why didn't we get him in the first Gulf War? The fact is, we got him. <laughs> oh shit! What what what's funny about that? Why did we get him in the first Gulf War? We got him. Do they need a second office? They needed a 9-11. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. There so go. there's no so there's no answer. So is no. So, no, no, that's no Hold up, So to be clear, amazing. To be clear, to be because also by the way, the best answer. Uh, the best reason for why we should have gotten rid of Saddam Hussein after 9-11 was because of the first Gulf War. So if we would have deposed him after Gulf War I, I don't think anybody would have even cared, right? So the motherfucker used chemical right. warfare against the Kurdish so people the argument and invaded is, Kuwait, well, why which is to do this, this them day, them, yeah, yeah, let, let, which is to them, this let, day, them. like okay. one of the most U.S. loyalist fucking countries on the planet because we saved them when Saddam Hussein invaded. So my question is if the Jewish people, just I'm laying it all out, okay? The Jewish <laughs> people have so much influence yeah. in the DoD, they okay, create a special office because Israel really wants us to go to war with Iraq to get rid of Saddam Hussein. Okay. They managed to do all of that successfully and they get the most powerful nation in the history of the world to go to war with another nation that um, doesn't even border Israel to, to, to depose Saddam Hussein, but we don't even get rid of Saddam Hussein. What the fuck? Well, it doesn't even border Israel. It's amazing that the argument started out with crazy, weird, they think Jews run everything to like, well, why didn't the Jews take out Saddam Hussein the first time, why didn't the Jews do it this way instead of this other way? Will you engage with the fact that these people wrote the clean break memo for a foreign government and then were in the most important national security positions seven years later? Will you engage with that at all? Yeah. Will you address but that? But the problem is, is you haven't established anything other than No, the no, no. these guys engage with Jewish. Tell, tell, tell with me what them. you sure. think about the, that. Yeah, they might have been Jewish. They might no, no, have been like Israel. No, no, like they, were. No, sure. no, they sure. were. Don't say they, they sure. might have been. That's sure. a weasel They board. were Jewish. They probably supported the nation of Israel. Okay. No, 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 they don't. Hang on. Let me tell you the facts, Nick, Nick I don't care unless you can why show don't you me you care? because you have to show me a why connection don't you care? It's not enough to say in 1996, it's not like maybe they supported Israel, maybe they're Jewish again with the weasel words. No, they were Jewish. They were Zionists. They didn't probably support Israel. This was commissioned by the state of Israel. Bibi Netanyahu commissioned them to write this. And they write in 1996 a memo that says in order to secure the realm of Israel, we need Saddam gone. We need Syria destabilized. We need Iran gone. These are guys that then go and work at the highest level positions in the DOD. They create the OSP, which creates the intelligence for the war in Iraq. And that was their plan, actually, to go into Syria. If you look at some of the classified documents, they wanted to go into Syria, but the Iraq war was a big deal. And we wound up supporting rebels in Syria anyway. So will you engage with the fact that that I mean, that's a pretty clear connection? That's not. That's not. That's not. You have to show that Israel was controlling the United States foreign policy. There was popular support in the United States for the war. There was support in Congress for the war. Wow. We got the authorized use of military force. We did the first Gulf War. We did the second one. You don't need Jewish anything to explain any of that. So a foreign And Naturally, there's a lot of Israel enjoys broad support in the United States by most of its citizens. You don't need to control the media. media. There's always this duality of they're kind of cucked and they really don't have any uh, insight or infiltration into our uh, intelligence agencies, but they also control the entire media apparatus of the entire United States. Oh, fucking, just, I was right. Apparently, the guy was born in New York, 1941. Uh, Richard Norman, period. Yeah. So, how many of these guys were even born? Were they any of are the, oh, the guys that you mentioned? Wait, wait, what, wait what, you, what does that mean? What does wait, that wait, mean? I just saying, okay, I mean, any of the I guys that you mentioned? said, is my point or what? Sorry. any of the guys you mentioned were born in Israel. I said they're Jewish Zionists. Yeah, he did say that. Why are you saying, oh my God? I said they're Jewish so they're US citizens. Okay, go ahead. I said they're Jewish Zionist destiny. I didn't say they were born. They're in American Israel. citizens too. They have a Jew right to serve in the military and our DoD, just like any other citizen. That's totally <laughs> the, the, it's so it's amazing interesting. you didn't mention that. Though. Another option okay, gotcha. we're destiny not going to be that. That's he, okay. He
3: did call them Zionists, which you can be a Zionist and hold a U.S. citizenship. Yeah. while I when you call someone a Zionist Jew, then taking orders from Yahoo! Wow, I mean it feels like that's crazy. Yeah, there's no
1: Zionist Jews with Americans. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Shell Adelson had American citizenship. Hmm. Jonathan Pollard had American citizenship. It didn't mean they weren't loyal to Israel. Talk about a, like literally just, if you're losing the debate, just lie about what the other person was saying. Wait a second. They were born in Israel. Throw my head up and laugh. Nobody fucking said <laughs> that. I said they were Zionist Jews. I hope people are paying attention. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> let me. You want to summarize? Go ahead, please. Let, let me summarize my Stiggle. point. Stiggle. Stop laughing, Sniggle. Stop laughing. Go ahead. So let me summarize my point. My point is this, OK? It's not just four guys. I said, and this is the whole Debate. I said, you have guys at the highest level of government. I'm talking about these specific guys because it's so egregious. They get commissioned by a foreign government to write up a strategy for that foreign government, and then they go and implement it in the United States government 10 years later. And people can say, well, but there was support for the war, but the American people supported it. I threw out evidence and said, well, in 1998, all the same Jewish neocons, including all the four authors of the memo, including all the people that signed that letter on September 15, 2001, they signed a letter to Clinton in 98 before 9-11, before the WMD stuff, supporting a toppling of Saddam Hussein. In other words, they wanted it before there was a 9-11. They wanted it before there was popular support, before it was in the conversation. 9-11 happens, and within five days, it's not just four, you got 40 prominent Jewish neocons, Washington Post, Weekly Standard, New Republic, Wall Street Journal, New York Times, they all write. And by the way, all Jewish columnists too. Charles is another one. They all sign a letter saying, you got to go to war, not just in Iraq, but against Hezbollah, against Syria, against Iran. What I'm trying to do is paint a picture. I'm not saying that the Jewish lobby is omnipotent. I'm not saying that they control every aspect of government. I'm saying that it's not a coincidence that they're there. It's not innocuous that they're there. That was the original premise of the debate is, are they just people that happen to be there and do things? Or... Are there people in these positions where it becomes problematic because they have a tribal loyalty, a political, religious loyalty? That was the thesis of the debate. I never said, you know, they control everything and this and that. And I think that's been basically established. But you want to debate like, well, why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do that without actually engaging with any of the evidence I provided? i have engaged with everything you've given me. No. Okay. But you're, you're not providing anything compelling. Okay. I don't know why okay. if like, for, like everything you're saying, for instance, like so first of all, let's acknowledge you are purporting that. These Jewish people are among the most powerful and influential people in all of world history, right? If they're controlling literal foreign policy from the United States of America, which is the strongest empire that has ever existed in US history and in the world history, right? You're asserting that these people are the strongest and most influential people in all of world history. Yeah, and then you're telling me that for the first Gulf War, they couldn't just get rid of Saddam after he used chemical weapons. You're telling me that they needed 9 11 to go into Iraq the second time. Why didn't we also go into it? Why did you're saying that? Um, Israel wanted to get rid of Syria, they wanted to get rid of the Ayatollah in Iran. Why the fuck didn't we go in uh why didn't we go to those two countries next right after Iraq? We went to Afghanistan, didn't we? We didn't like Pakistan, we went into there to kill Osama bin Laden, uh, yeah, or yeah, Bin Laden. Why didn't we just go right into Iran, right into Syria after Iraq? and I addressed that Again, it doesn't mean that they are omnipotent, but they are pushing for that constantly. They are pushing for war with Iran constantly. They're pushing for war with Syria constantly. And you're ignoring the fact that there is a shadow war going on against Assad in Syria. There has been for over a decade now. And that is supported by Israel. That's supported by the United States. And by the way, it also has John McCain's fingerprints all over we could get into why not get rid of Assad like we did with Gaddafi if the Jews are so influential because the war was extremely unpopular Barack Obama gets elected in 2008 on this we're going to end the war in Iraq the argument is not that they control everything and they're so powerful it's that they are extremely influential they have a tribal loyalty they use their influence to advance it that's the thesis so to say that when you say well why didn't they just do everything they wanted well because I think that they don't have absolute control of our country thank god for that It doesn't mean that they're not pushing for it. It doesn't mean that they're not achieving that to some extent. And they almost defeated Syria if it wasn't for the fact that Russia came in, if it wasn't for the fact that Trump came in. And actually, Trump ended our support for regime change in Syria. It was one of the first things he did in April 2017. And you know what they did a minute later? Chemical weapons attack. Amazing timing, literally. And I remember because it's when I started my show. In April total 20- goalpost move, by the way. It, no, 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 like no. It's not a total. Whoa, it's not a total goalpost move. Mm-hmm. We're explaining about how these power dynamics work. Trump comes in, and I think it was a Friday or a Saturday, Pompeo, the then Secretary of State, or no, I'm sorry, it's Rex Tillerson. Tillerson, Nikki Haley come out and say we're no longer pursuing regime change against Assad. Meaning, in other other words, the United States was pursuing regime change like you said they weren't. Literally five days later, that following Tuesday, boom, chemical weapons attack in Homs. Will the United States respond? The same thing happened in 2013. And this gets can back to—hang on, the, hang on, hang on, hang on. I promise so I'm almost rambling. finished. Then this gets back to the Kurds when they say, oh, well, they're gassing their own people. They said the same thing about Syria in 2013 with Obama. They said the same thing in 2017 with Syria mm-hmm. and Trump. It's not random. It's not random. It's not random. We're explaining how this stuff works rather than, oh, the Gaddafi was a total freaking asshole and so was Assad. We're saying saying that there are competing interests here and there are political realities. They couldn't support another ground war in Syria after Iraq, after it was wildly unpopular, after they tried to do nation building. They fought a shadow war there anyway and they tried to force two presidents to go to war. They tried to force Trump into a war. They tried to force Obama into a war in Syria. You, you're rubbing your face. Did that not happen? Was there no pressure you're, to go into just, Syria? Yeah, okay, so firstly, you lied about your thesis. By, lied by, by question. Question. No, no, no. If you want to go point by point, we can do that. But now you just grab a whole bunch of dumb shit. So no, I'm but, to but you're counter. rubbing your I'm face not, I'm not gonna, like that's not true. Yeah, because everything you're saying is wrong. So and did retarded. they, Did you're was there pressure for Obama and Trump to go into Syria with with boots on the ground, 100,000 troops? But we didn't do it, did we? No, because they don't control everything. But there was pressure They only control the most powerful nation in the world when they want to, but not when they don't want to. They did it. 2003. I'm going to find out. You said the JQ, and I pointed this out at the beginning of the conversation because I want to make this known and I'm going to reiterate. You just rephrased the JQ as some Jewish people of Jewish descent in the United States uh, have loyalties to their home country or the home country of their families. That is not the JQ. The JQ does not say people that, whose parents come from Israel that are in me the, the United GQ States. Is, yeah, well, because you're dancing about I a very weak JQ version of it. Because I agree with your version of, version of I it. I agree with your version of the okay, JQ. Okay, we agree. Debate over. We do. People, from, people, who have, people who have Israeli parents probably like Israel. That's not a very compelling conspiracy though. The real JQ, the real JQ is the idea that Jewish people in the United States government have an undue influence that can supersede or rewrite the will of the American people or other politicians in office to use the United States as a puppet for (laughs) Israel. That's the JQ. The JQ is not. Can you acknowledge that, or do you think the JQ is just that some well, Jewish people okay. in the United States like Israel? Uh, hold on. Uh, so Fuck, let there's let like let 20 other things Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, go ahead. Uh, No,
3: because okay, if we're gonna go real JQ, what it originally was, it was originally put out there by Hitler. What do we do with the Jewish people? They're a problem for society. We need to get rid well, of it. That's what he
1: thinks that's of JQ. What, the JQ is not just no, Jewish it's people It's all But
3: other countries. And, but, but you got to modernize it now. So that was the original JQ was like, what do we do with the Jewish people? That's where the Havara agreement came well, in, yeah, but the mo-
1: Remember, he said Netanyahu but, wrote the document and then gave orders to the four commission. The Zionist Jewish people in the United States well, I'm in there. order to- yeah, what, okay. what we're
3: saying now, he's arguing, right? He, so the JQ, that's what it originally was. But now it's more modernized now. What the JQ is nowadays is do american zionists who have dual allegiance to the united states and israel do they push israeli interests before their own as american citizens especially in u.s government he's saying that they do they write foreign policy that influences uh, that influences american policy that benefits israel which puts the united states in compromising situations he cited wars etc that weren't necessarily always in our best interest and he's saying that they don't control everything but they definitely have a very strong say and American foreign policy. Sure. That's what he's arguing. And if, That's if it.
1: there were wars that the United States is running into to its own detriment that it didn't have popular support for, that might be something I would agree with, right? However, okay. Nick himself stated, why didn't we go into Syria? Because was, there wasn't well, the popular support wait! it. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, this is so important, okay? Because it's part of the experience. He said, "Why?" I asked, why didn't we go into Syria? Because he said that the Jewish people wanted us to get rid of Iran, and they wanted us to get rid of Syria. But we didn't do that. Why? Because there wasn't popular support for it. But earlier, when I asked about populism in the United States, he said the Jews controlled the media. What changed? There's there's always a reason why at some points the Jews are in control of what they need to be in control of to explain something. They control the media. That's why we went into Iraq. It was manufactured consent. Well, then why did we go into Syria and Iran afterwards? Well, I guess the Jews didn't control the media then. It doesn't make sense. Also, he's, he brings this thing up about how like, oh, Trump, uh, Trump tried to end the war in Syria because uh, ostensibly he's not bought off by the Jews, except Trump himself admittedly loves Israel, loves Jewish people, like every old person in the United States does. And Trump did one of the most unpopular moves uh, worldwide. Worldwide. uh, And to Palestinians, he moved the fucking embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, a move that I think was only recognized by like three countries in the world because it was so unbelievably unpopular. So I don't know how you're going to say and tell me that Trump worked in defiance of Jewish control in the government while also being one of the biggest Israeli simps that the government has ever had. So then you throw out and say, well, wait a second. They brought us to war in Iraq, but they couldn't bring us to war in Syria. Yes, because the little thing called 9-11 happened in 2001. So there was widespread support, not just for a war against Afghanistan or Iraq, for a war on terror. People are calling for a holy war against Islam, a civilizational war. We go to war in iraq under false pretenses like we talked about the people that created the office of special plans who manufactured the evidence for the war in iraq were all jewish zionists that wanted a war in iraq for israel and by the way all the people that pushed the evidence was the prime minister of israel netanyahu Mm -hmm. it was also all the jewish zionists in the media which you never seem to address either you say well we control the media i told you 40 of the most influential publications published a letter on september 15th calling for that war We go into the war on a false pretense, riding popular support that was based on 9-11 and the false pretense. The war is a disaster. There's high casualties. It goes on for a decade. It's wildly unpopular. And you say, oh, so, you know, they control the media and the war machine sometimes, but not all the time. Yeah. They had more play after 9-11. They had more play when they manufactured the first line to Iraq. They didn't have as much play to get us into Syria. It doesn't mean they didn't use the same playbook. They did use the same playbook. They used a fake chemical weapons attack in 2013. They conducted shadow warfare against Syria in the same way, funded the so-called moderate Syrian opposition. They brought back ISIS, all these kinds of things. Just because Obama came in, and Obama was anti-war, just like Trump in a certain respect, just because Obama balked and turned it over to Congress and Congress said, no, doesn't mean the Jews don't control everything or they don't have influence or something. They exhausted the mandate they had from 9-11 and they also destroyed their credibility with the WMD lie. The same is true in 2017. So just because something, I mean, Iraq, happened 9 11 happened to say that things are not the same today as they were then does not just prove the point that jewish people have influence you actually said something revolutionary you said that jewish people have loyalty to israel and you said it like duh yeah i fucking agree but it turns out that's the definition of anti-semitism that's what got me in so much trouble from the beginning i was a normal college conservative and then i put out a tweet in 2016 and i said you know if you have dual loyalty to israel I said, if you have dual loyalty to Israel, I said, you're not an American patriot. And Ben Shapiro comes in and says, well, that's the definition of anti-Semitism. And I looked it up and it is. That's the FBI, that's the State Department, that's the CIA's definition of anti-Semitism. So what you just said, if you say that Jews have more loyalty to Israel Oh, I absolutely agree. That's the basis of the JQ. That's the. But earlier you said people do things. There's Asians that are programmers. There's Mexicans that are landscapers. Now you're saying Jews may have some loyalty to Israel. Why topic, did Trump please, move please, the come. embassy to Jerusalem? What? What the fuck? Because Sheldon Nadelson paid him. By moving the embassy is a symbolic gesture. A symbolic think, gesture? Do you think that's the same as a ground war in Syria? Honest question. Do, is it the same as a ground war in Syria? No, We although Trump did bomb Syria. So didn't, didn't Trump bomb Syria? Yeah. He did. Yeah. He bombed the airport, right? missiles sure. so did So he did, did bomb the airport, and he moved the. So uh, so Trump so, is avowedly yeah. pro-Israel. Trump moved the embassy to Jerusalem, which, the same by as the a way, war in Syria. Jerusalem is right. one of the most important battles did right he do now. regime change? Jerusalem is one of the most important battles right now for Israel, right? is gaining complete access over their literal fucking holy city. Not right? really. No, that doesn't matter. You don't think most Jewish people don't oh, give a fuck about. It's not no. It's not strategically that much important. It. What's strategically important is Lebanon and Iran. Yeah. Dipshit. Oh, That's the two important. countries that we weren't able to invade as the United States. The with two Jewish countries control. that push us to go to war all, all the time. Oh, why, why did we, we, to, why didn't we go to, Why did we go to war with Lebanon over uh, Iraq? If that's so much more that, important. That borders... is the plan. That's the plan. Wait, because why don't we do that, though? The borders Israel. Right. Why don't we go to Lebanon over because... Iraq? You want to know why? Yeah, tell you, me. You don't even know the I answer. Don't. No, I want you to tell me. You don't even know the answer me. because yes, you're ignorant. I know. Because or... the real threat isn't Hezbollah. Okay. The threat is that there is a network that connects Hezbollah logistically to Iran <laughs> through Syria. That's the problem. Yeah, you're but that network wouldn't matter if Lebanon wasn't loyal to their interests. It's not true because you'd just be moving the border north. The reason that Israel wants to take out Syria and Iran, you could look this up, is because Hezbollah pushed them out, and Hezbollah wouldn't exist without uh-huh. the support of Iran and Syria. Okay. If you want to talk so about Jewish strategy people, That's the yeah. problem. So with the Jewish people just want to take up. out Lebanon, You're Syria, on your phone, just look Lebanon, it up, Lebanon, it. Syria, and Iran. They want to take out those countries. And <laughs> somehow these fucking retards got us going to Iraq. The only country they don't yeah, want us to take yeah. out, Good yeah. and they do it twice. They fuck up twice. You know, it's you know it's Two times. You know and it's Gaddafi amazing. and Libya. You know where Libya is? Jake, it? You know how down, continent Libya down. is on? In fucking Africa. What Try the fuck are we going down. down there? Try to calm down. Yeah. First of all, was a, here's the amazing right. part. If you I'll read the, the clean break here. memo, yeah. the first country they say to take out is Iraq. So okay, okay.
3: Kanye West went on Drink Champs and he mentioned that the Jews control the media, they control the banks, etc. Obviously, he got debanked right after. Right, lost his billionaire status uh, uh, in a day, pretty much. Um, everyone, you know, went crazy on him, saying that he's anti-Semitic or whatever for acknowledging that Jews have a disproportionate amount of influence in banks and media, Hollywood as well, and Hollywood. And um, people didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, so, that
2: Holly Pasternak threatened to take away his children and said that I'm going to send you to Zombie Land to medicate him. Okay. So and this again was a uh, he was a certain group of pe- person yeah. and all of Hollywood, they, they wanted to medicate him and control him.
3: Yeah, and Kanye West, I will say this, he brought this topic up to light, which is why people have been talking about this, and we're scared to talk, actually more more likely scared to talk about it, because, you know, you can get canceled for talking about this shit. Yeah.
2: And so, they can take away your family, that's the threat. Holly Pasternak also was the same person, like, speaking in Ellen Page's ear, and now Ellen Page is now Elliot Page. A lot of these Hollywood handlers, they give you this woke ideology instead of making you speak up if they don't want you to speak about stuff like this that's why everybody's extremely afraid to talk so about it. to that if he wants yeah, to talk about that. yeah. yeah. Okay, please. Um, real quick
1: yeah was that a roman i thought i just saw roman go up i'll show you a roman uh, <laughs> <laughs> one thing that's really interesting is if you actually read that clean break memo syria is referenced first like multiple times over iraq so you they just totally fucking made that, that up which i thought was really right. okay, it. it. like right. phone. Right. Right. You you can read like right. okay, let's not digress destiny we can the show you just googled it on his phone he didn't read the it all right you what, <laughs> did you want
3: it to kick off with uh
1: the, no, the, you
3: that, that the jews control the media in hollywood um you could go ahead and take do you agree disagree um is it in certain components go ahead sorry, sorry. I'm, yeah well
1: i mean like look message. i mean the kanye thing is just basically undisputable i don't know how anybody could look at that and not see exactly what happened which is simple cause and effect he talked about the jews and then he got totally financially ruined reputation destroyed ruined in the media and I was there in the war room with him as it was happening in November and December, and it was literally like could not find a fucking lawyer, like he was being sued by Adidas. It was some civil thing, and I remember him like literally could not find a business lawyer to come and help him. This is a multi-multi billion dollar deal. I, I would I wanted to hear Destiny start off because I want to hear the I want to hear the rational Reddit explanation for that. You know what happened with Kanye. The rational explanation is if you attack Jews, if you attack LGBT people, if you attack minorities, you're probably going to get shit out in the United States.
2: Really? That's, That's yeah. not true. So, Zerka attacks Muslims and then he has to... I fight them on the street! He gets three, three on in the street. one, bitch.
1: If you attack Christianity... Two of them, you if, fucking goat fucker.
2: if you attack Muslims, then you'll have... Physical Isn't he
1: literally permanently banned from Twitch? Not for that.
0: And Not hold on, hold on. All. You're, you're saying so you you're saying Antarctica. if I attack Mexicans, J.P. Morgan is gonna fucking float down from the fucking gates of synagogue of Satan? Are you fucking if you, joking? If me? you attack anybody,
1: I don't think anybody will give a fuck because you're John Zarko. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: <laughs> hold on. Explain to me this. Since Ben Shapiro's little bitch ass is watching, huh? You little Turbo Zio bitch, fucking bitch, <laughs> fuck you, fuck Media Matters. You you're afraid of competition. This kid would have whooped your ass, you fucking boring fuck. But check this out, Ben. How come Ben can shit on my black African nigga community and talk about crime statistics for decades? But when Kanye brings up one Jewish question, JP Morgan and the whole world tries to cancel him. And what's funny is every single argument, when everyone stood up to attack Kanye, everyone's argument they froze, and it got very awkward. Ever, Piers Morgan, everyone—they're like, they didn't know what to say. The point that Kanye brought up was never answered. Right? They just punished him. What was the answer? What was Piers Morgan's answer? You don't remember, cause no one answered the fucking Jewish question. That's the point. Because What was Kanye asking, what was the question? You know, if Ben Shapiro can attack black community and nothing happens, why did JP Morgan shut down for Kanye? What do you mean if Ben Shapiro he can attack the black Jewish community? He asked one Jewish question and JPMorgan sure, shut down $200 million. Zerka, Zerka, let him Ben Shapiro
1: made one tweet about, uh, what was it, like Arabs don't build anything, they just destroy. Oh, he Barbara's lost his Basta, bank for that? And he didn't lose his bank for that, yeah. but he's been shut out of our tech for that for fucking he, 15 fucking years over that career. Yeah, I'm asking you honestly, is there an example of somebody with a 10-figure your net worth that has come out and shit on any minority group of people? Mel Trump. Gibson. Donald Trump. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson? Yeah, and the which guy community. whose entire career got fucking destroyed? Hey, Brian, but which community destroyed him, idiot? No, no, but I'm asking you. <laughs> you're I'm asking jealous. you. Let me, listen, okay? I'm asking wait,
0: you. Wait, wait what? what? You want that it's one? Mel Gibson want Mel Gibson yeah. to do? This is like science, bro. God, yeah, is, him, hold on. Wait so a second. So hold speak, on. Please. It's been a while. I'm sorry. Speak.
1: Wasn't Mel Gibson canceled because he literally said the N word in that phone call no. to that lady? No, no, no. 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 no, no, wait, no. Hold on, hold no. on. DJ I know guys you guys want to jump. But my understanding is, didn't he leave that phone call where he told his that his was his mistress or ex wife? He was or talking about <laughs> Jews. And he was talking about the or was that just Jewish people? Jews got mad
0: because he said nigger.
1: Guys, guys, guys. Guys,
0: guys, guys. Are there
1: any other billionaires? that are shitting on minorities so that I can compare. Like, for instance, has Jeff Bezos come out and said like, you know, Mexicans run this shit. I don't like them, blah, blah, blah. And nothing happened to him. Yeah, Because Trump. my understanding is typically when you're worth that much, Trump? you don't usually you can respond. Uh, yeah, Trump, sure Trump, respond. Trump said we're going to ban all Muslims from America. He didn't lose Twitter. He didn't lose banking. He got the Republican he nomination. He said he's going to do it fine. again, too. Yeah. yeah. So there's
0: one. And he was and forced then, to uh, regulate uh, relations with Saudi. Like, they still made him do something for their Jewish friends, Saudi.
1: Well, and let me say some more on this. So. And the conservative movement is well known. You can literally say fucking anything about Muslims. You can go in there. Glenn Beck is worth, he's not worth a billion. He's worth a quarter of a billion. He can go out there and write a book that says it is about Islam. And in the book, he argues that Islam is an evil religion and they all got to go from America. He's worth a quarter of a billion. Robert Spencer, not Richard, but Robert Spencer, he's a Jewish anti-Muslim guy. He could go out there and say similar things. You know, Milo at one point, who's a Jew, could go out and say, I'm going to go and burn the Quran in Sweden during Pride Month or whatever the fuck it was 10 years ago. And he's got bank accounts. He's still got Jewish support. And and same thing with Ben Shapiro. Shapiro literally called for a genocide. I'm not sure if you're even aware of that, but he wrote a column and said, Transfer is not a dirty word. We need to ethnically cleanse Israel and get the Palestinians out. That total fake by the
2: way. Ben
0: Shapiro, total fake it. fake it in the chat for Ben. And that was in addition, <laughs> that was in addition to saying that
1: bomb shit <laughs> and live in open sewage. He never faced any repercussions or penalties. It's of course, only, and even Leafy. Leafy can go on Twitter and say LGBTQ people are evil and all the stuff that he didn't shout out Leafy. He's been doing a great job. He hasn't lost his Twitter. Elon personally told Ye, he cannot come back to Twitter. Yeah, Why the fuck Twitter. do you think that is? Next mm. to on Twitter. Do you I think mean, that if Sweden- we look at the, if we, so we can explain this with two ways, either one, I guess because Jewish people are in control of who gets banned from all of these organizations. Or two, can you not just look at where broad US support is and realize that companies are probably doing things to keep broadly the United States citizens like in line with their corporations? So it's- so if you would ask for if you were to poll US citizens, do you broadly support Muslims in the Middle East more or do you support like Israel and Jewish people more? Everybody over the age of like 40 is literally an Israeli simp, Donald Trump included, as much as you seem to want to avoid that.
0: Wait, your original argument was you could get in trouble for any minority
1: attack. <clears> there are there are certain I think that if you no, no, I think, no, no, I think no, that no, if, no, if you no, 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 Twitter, no, 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 I think that if you get on Twitter. I think that if you I think that if you get on Twitter. This is cheating. he's formulating his argument. I think that if you get on Twitter and I think if you shit on like right now, I think if you do like LGBT people, I think you're probably going to get a lot of trouble for it. I think that if you shit on We will get banned. We're talking about JP Morgan, bro. Stop saying My understanding is is Kanye literally shit on the CEO of that company personally. <laughs> what the no? Nope. You think that's why he went down? I think what he literally I... shit on that company personally. Yeah, the... he shut on the CEO of that company personally. So how come get
2: one fucking lawyer? Every fucking but what time? I'm saying
1: is what. I'm also, Kanye West is fucking insane. What? What I'm saying well, is well, literally know, just just not not true. True. he's got manic bipolar because everybody in the world. I don't have manic
0: bipolar. Well, you, you, you take Adderall on your fucking right, I don't take it's any Adderall. Okay, go okay, go let him, search let him my apartment to find a single fucking pill. it's all stimulants guys, like yours,
1: stop
3: projecting. We have to let him formulate his argument. He's giving sure. you a response for why
1: people don't deal what with the say, same consequences. Say, say, yeah, if I'm trying to figure out like where is the repercussion on the American people, I can try to go by Jewish people that sometimes control the media and sometimes don't or sometimes control the government or sometimes don't or sometimes push their interests, but they're not from Israel. Or I can say, what are broadly supporting... What do what the American people broadly support? I don't think America right now cares that much about... People in the Middle East. So if you come out and you shit on brown people or people from the Middle East or Muslims, I don't think they care that much. Now if you would have shit on Ukrainians, I think that probably would get you a lot of pushback right now. If you would have shit on Jewish people for a lot of reasons, that probably would get you a lot of pushback right now. If you would have shit on black people, depending on how you do it, that probably get you a lot of pushback right now. But I don't think that it's just like nah.
0: the Jews. The reason why there's so much emotional baggage with that tribe is because of all the hollywood movies on world right. war 2 depicting them as victims but none about st- the people oh, stalin killed or any other dictator tojo's fucking jap face i'm telling you oh, would you you've never actually wondered why every world war 2 movie is from that point of view, that lens. Literally every Hollywood movie, me and Nick growing up were like, inglorious bastards, oh no. Oh, this is the only tragedy in history. Nigga, I'm from a war.
2: I'm from a war. I'm a refugee, bro. And you showed it in this debate. You insinuated a couple times that I'm a Nazi and you said that Nick is a Nazi. That's the most insensitive I said thing that to Nick call is somebody. Nazi. You trained trained somebody. You literally started
1: something me far hey, left. Well, you see, don't even know what communist see, or see, means you said I was a communist. See, see, why?
2: Who trained you to spellcast to
0: disparage someone with the word Nazi? Who trained that in you?
1: <laughs> I, I don't think anybody else. No. Who put table, that in,
0: which part of the media anybody, put that impulse in you? I
1: don't think anybody at this table is getting to Nazi. Do you think a fat
0: Chinese media outlet put that impulse in you to call him a Nazi? Where did you learn that
1: behavior? Mm. By listening to what he says about Jewish people in the right, United right, States. Right. <laughs> but, but when
0: you call someone a sexist, communist, fag, whatever. Do you think I do that a lot? Do I call people sexist? Well, no, th- th- we get it from the external world. So media trained us. Why did they train you when you're losing an argument to put a
1: mustache on him? I haven't. I called him a Nazi once at the beginning of the debate. None right. of this is about me. But just why is, it a Nazi. The mo- why is it the most powerful word you can use? It's not a, the most powerful word right now. It's probably racist. I think or transphobe. Those are the ones well, that were more. Nazi? Do you, like, you know hear what, no, you know what I'm saying say or no? What? Like, you were trained. Yeah, by Yeah, you're media. saying that there's some manufactured consent because Jewish people run all the fucking media in the U.S. Blah blah you're blah. Like blah, at eight years
0: old, you watching yeah. *Glorious Bastards*, *Schindler's List*, and all that. Do you that, think there might be a reason why the United
1: States? Do you think there might be reason why the United States is more interested in like what happened on the Western Front than the Eastern Front? How's this relevant? It's not a good idea to attack that group of people. I totally disagree. I mean, first of all, the left has been drifting more pro-Palestine as opposed to pro-Israel. So it's not everybody that loves Israel. And by the way, we're not even really strictly talking about Israel. We're talking about any conversation about Jews or Israel gets totally censored by big tech, gets totally censored and... When it comes to criticism of Jews or when it comes to criticism of Israel, it's not like this is something that's just happening. There are high-pressure groups that exist like the ADL. When it happened to Kanye, it wasn't like Kanye said that and then collectively everyone got together and said, well, we like Jews more than we like Muslims, so that can't stand. The ADL came out there at the front like they always are. Anytime anyone says something remotely critical of Jews in Israel, And they wrote a letter to Adidas and said, you better fucking disavow. And the threat was this, if you don't, We're going to run a media campaign and say that Adidas supports Nazis. Don't buy their shoes. They've done this before. They did the same thing to Facebook in 2020. Point is this. It's not that this censorship stuff just happens. Like, for example, people ask me all the time. There was just a girl over here on Friday. I said, oh, I'm banned from Twitter. She said, oh, but, you know, they're reinstating people. You know, like, I don't know that. I know. And I told her, I said, yeah, I got reinstated for a day. Then I got immediately rebanned. I was one of five people on a list by the ADL that they said cannot come back to twitter and out of that five i'm one out of two that is or one out of three actually but one out of two that did not was not allowed to come back that talks about jews andrew tate got to come back doesn't talk about Wait, you jews. Did get to come donald back. trump and then got immediately re and why'd all you get my appeals got shut down why'd you get rebanned? they because didn't tell he called me he, because he they called never himself, told me he called what did you tweet before you got banned he I was tweeted on a, space a video and said- saying defcon 2
2: and uh, he was in a space uh, yeah, and he insinuated yeah, he was to baby Hitler. So yeah, so yeah, you, you got, you got banned because you did negative. the same shit that you banned initially, uh, you got re-banned no, again. Yeah. I got
1: banned for bullshit the first time, they didn't even tell me uh-huh. what I tweeted because I don't break the rules on Twitter. To to say that this is just happening because, well, it's unpopular with the American people. First of all, Jews aren't super popular with the American people. I think most people have a little bit of anti-Semitism or a little bit sus of Jewish people. That's first of all, that's what we're always reminded. that, you want to argue at the same time that there's More record rambling. high anti-Semitism, yeah. also It's a popular mandate, which is why any talk about Jews gets censored. So it's not some spontaneous coming together based on popular support. It's groups like the ADL, which has a $500 million war chest that goes out there and uses the bully pulpit in the media to smear anybody as an anti-Semite, blow them up in the stock market, use their connections, that's what's been going on forever, so, and you're on your phone, I know you're Googling. I'm the writing answers, down notes, I didn't, get a, I didn't get a notebook for so I'm gonna so write it down right in the little right chat right box. I'd yeah, right. yeah, like to be clear, yeah, I want to reiterate again, amazing. he will never answer a question again, he hasn't. I don't no, no. think he's he, he a single he fucking that's just uh, ridiculous. Can sure. you just explain to him
3: why you got banned off Twitter, by the way? I know why you got banned, I don't know why you're lying about
1: it. Well, you don't know, because... You were in Twitter Spaces, you were in Twitter Spaces. Hang on, hang on, did you see the email I got from Twitter, which is why I was banned? Yeah, I'm friends with Elon, he showed me. Okay, so okay. now you're just being cute. You didn't see <laughs> oh, it. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. You don't believe i versus Elon? I was on Lex Friedman's show. Nah, were... Oh, wait. So what That's did the email say, man? Uh, well, what did the email say, right. say let, let, it let said man? For, it said ban for violations of the terms of service. That's all it said? Are you That's sure? All it said. Yeah. Oh, well, 100%. do you think that going into Twitter Spaces and saying shit like Hitler is base? I love Hitler. Do you think that might be a violation of the TLD? No, because what I said wasn't a violation of the terms of service. Uh, okay, so just to be clear, it wasn't because you tweeted DEF CON 2. You didn't say that you did that because you didn't know that I knew that you were in that fucking Twitter space, even though we listened to you. Elon Musk, Twitter's private now. Where's the pressure from the Jews? They killed all his advertisers. They sponsored an advertiser boycott in December, and they didn't get all of them back, obviously. That's what the... You you don't even know what you're talking okay, okay, about. They okay, did the same okay, thing as Facebook. Clear. No, no, okay. Mm. Fuck, that was a major L for me. Fuck, I, I didn't even think about that. Why are yeah, we Rumble right now talking about minds. this then? Okay. Well, I, I've i yet to be banned from Rumble. Ah, well, see how they're all powerful that they can shut down Elon oh Musk, God. who is a fucking massive billionaire. What, the second or Ron, third wealthiest man in the world? We'll see what happens. On Twitter, On we'll Twitter happens. they shut you down. Okay, Elon Musk, Twitter, private company, Rumble publicly traded. Amazing. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah. Rubble, publicly I love this traded. Argument. You're dating him every day. Why are you doing this? Why is he interrupting me? Because he wants to schizo ramble. Because his points are schizo ramble. You're actually point. retarded. You're actually better than Rubble. That's the point. The Jews compression pressure any fucking company. It's going to be publicly traded companies for a variety of reasons. You get the government involved in everything. What's the point, guys? That was the point? The Nick is
0: on a fucking fly list. You're not on that list anymore. He's not on that no-fly list. And he wasn't on that no-fly list.
1: The Jews are so powerful, even. In a privately owned company, they can they <laughs> individually target Nick Fuentes, the most dangerous one ever gonna get a ban. Oh okay, but they can't exert that same influence on Rumble. What well, about on YouTube? Well, Doesn't the ADL well, you why, why are we no, bad no, on YouTube?
2: Finish. You're you're saying that it's because he said that he loves Hitler and all that stuff. Doesn't that kind of prove the point? You were saying that you can criticize all minorities. You could say that you love Mao, you love Stalin, you could say that you love all these historical leaders. But when you say I love Hitler, for example, that is seen as the worst person of all time. That's one that we Hitler probably was the worst person of all time. Why? I <laughs> wow. see, but they, that's the programming that's I mean, exactly experience. what it is
1: systematically led the murder and extermination of like I'm some from 11 an, to 17 steven, million people steven
0: i'm from an ethnic cleansing in 1999 they murdered most of my family we didn't have a military nobody even knows about my fucking war and i'm i'm not farming sympathy and make going to jewish hollywood exec saying make a movie because i'm gonna cry for 20 decades bro i'm telling you you only focus on world war ii because you're programmed to dude. dude you'll never talk about stalin like that Wow. Right.
1: Who do you think you're talking
0: to? And then it <laughs> also that proves,
2: proves the point. point. If you're all saying Hitler is the worst on. person of oh. all time, but you're looking at all the other leaders that have caused genocide on other minorities, you don't see them as evil people, but Hitler is the most evil Wait, one who oh! genocide of the Jewish people.
1: Bro, you can't say you don't see them as evil people. What is that insane dichotomy? Of course I think they're evil. You know think I'm talking about? So why now? is Hitler
2: the worst? because
1: he because they led an unprecedented systematic elimination on of, of, On Jewish people, so on Soviet people, history. on the Romani people, on Polish people, on, on gay people Wait, and, and do
2: people Hitler? criticize him because of all the others. What group did Hitler genocide that people are really afraid about? Why do they say that Hitler's the worst of all time? The two
1: biggest ones are Jewish people and Soviet people. That's why Russia to this day defines it. Does anybody as care anti-Nazi. about the Hitler
2: genocide on Soviets? Nobody yeah, talks dude, about that's that.
1: That's all of Russia's poor policy. Why do you talking Wait, about going to Ukraine? You're lying.
0: <laughs> you're lying right now. Because you you and I covered Hassan Piker saying Hitler wasn't bad for invading Poland. He uh, was bad for killing Jews and you covered that and you changed your position.
1: Okay. Read the live chat more. Is that your notes? That looks like a live chat. Okay. That's Adam, read the live it. chat right, for more right. answers. Adam, twenty-two, so, well, stop texting. I, I want reply let, yeah, I yeah, yeah, to reply because yeah, I never got
3: to replied. I want him to reply about the Twitter thing. Why, why did you get banned? He's saying that you got banned for something else. But, why Twitter, on. not
1: Rumble? I want to hear that. Hang on, hang on. So, okay. well, Twitter, first of all, he oh, said Rumble. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Dude, got to derail man. because Bro, he has he didn't, no answer. Let him start, man. Let him start. Right. So first of all, you said, well, I know why you got banned on Twitter. And then I said, no, you don't. And then you made a funny, cute joke and said, well, no, you don't do. So no, I was told by Twitter that I was banned for repeated violations of the terms of service, even though I was there for 24 hours. But regardless, either way you cut it, my argument is. They banned me because the ADL told them, because the ADL says jump and they say how high. The argument is, well, they banned you because you said you love Hitler. And like Sneeko says, well, that would be an obvious contradiction. It would show that talking about Jews is obviously exceptional. It's not like other things. Leafy didn't get banned from Twitter. Leafy's going on Twitter and saying, all gay people are pedophiles. All gay people are terrible. Do not be gay. Gay people are losing. He didn't lose his Twitter, but I make a Twitter and I lose it in 10 minutes. I literally make a burner with a fake phone number, a fake email, a fake profile picture, they somehow they know they banned me in 10 minutes. I use a VPN. So you're wrong either way. Now, as far as Rumble goes, I, this is always the argument. I remember in July, 2021, I put out a tweet on 4th of July and I said, yeah, happy Independence Day to the gay country that banned me from all social media. And some faggot in the replies goes, well, you're still tweeting. And this is like the same argument. So wait a second. Nick Fuentes, you're banned from TikTok, Reddit, Discord, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. YouTube literally told us before we went live, you can't go live with Nick Fuentes because it would be circumventing a ban. So your argument is, so Nick, you're banned from every social media platform in the world, but you're still on Rumble. (laughs) Ha! case closed point is proven and it's just like the other thing where it's like well Nick so you're saying the Jews control the DoD and the State Department but they didn't go through the CIA point is proven it's always just like bullshit obfuscation obviously they exert control the ADL does this they're belligerent aggressive berserkers they did this to Facebook they did this to Twitter they go for the advertisers they go for the public campaign it's probably why I don't have a deal with Rumble you know I don't want to out anybody but there's people here that probably have deals with Rumble, and there's other people. I think you have a deal with Rumble. I don't get a fucking deal from Rumble. I'm one of their biggest streamers. Do you think it's because of the ADL? If I went live exclusively every night on Rumble, I'd be pulling six or seven thousand viewers on Rumble. I should get a fucking deal. I don't get a deal. They don't talk to me. Do you think it's because of the ADL? They said no JQ. So the kick literally. Do you think kick is influenced by the JQ? Are you saying that they are 100% influenced by the ADL? Yes. How? Because they know that they're going to go after these platforms. Hold yeah. on, Kick is all private equity. There's no advertisers. It's all crypto gambling. Where does the ATL influence Let's Kik? Let's move back to you. No 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 no, 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 right no, 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 no. Let me, let me yeah, keep tell going. Me. Yeah. I want to hear this one. Now. You, well, you should ask the CEO because the CEO of, of Kick yep. went out there and said no JQ on the platform specifically. Why? He
2: didn't give a reason. Exactly. But somebody whoa, told whoa, whoa.
1: me. You don't think it's- They said it's, no
2: free speech. The CEO actually yeah. went public and said that there's no yeah, free speech. No, Aiden Ross can go on
1: Because when people make streaming platforms, they don't want, and Aiden Ross has gotten in trouble for a lot of the edgy companies that outside of the JQ shit they as get, well. What oh, was, oh, was, was, oh, was the
4: trouble? Never canceled though. Never, can, no, never canceled. No, you got two hour Google some shit. I don't
1: have, I'm looking at my notes, okay? So number one, here's just a quick question. You're not going to answer this. Do you have any proof at all that the ADL told Twitter to ban you? Yeah. What? Yeah, you look it up, look up ADL, no. Elon Musk. No, so, I is there proof that yeah. the ADL said. The audience Destiny. can look let it let up, there's answer. literally, I mean, I could pull it up for you. Yeah, tell yeah, me, tell the me. The ADL Destiny, said, there's five people you can't bring back. David Duke, Alex Jones, Nick Fuentes, Donald Trump, Andrew Tate. I said this earlier. Three people have not been brought back. David Duke, me, and Alex Jones. Elon Musk said Alex Jones can't come back because of Sandy Hook. Me and David Duke are the only two in the list that, do- that talk but about you, the Jews. But you did camp come back. And then they re me. Why wouldn't they just keep you banned? Maybe it was a mistake. I don't know. But they re <laughs> me in 24 hours. What do you mean? What do you? No, no, I don't understand. No, no, no. Okay, I, I don't understand. So simply. I didn't break the rules. Here's so, the, the Here's the appallingly Amazing. obvious take. Okay? Right. Some speech... Is not corporately popular because all it does is it gets your platform and shit. Corporately. You lose advertising, you lose popular that's support. Good. Having people on the platform saying, I'm gonna go to war with Jews, I love Hitler, shit like this, literally doesn't benefit them at all. The same as if somebody got on a on a Twitter account and just started spam calling people to kill themselves, or was just spamming like fucking, I don't know, videos of people getting killed. I don't know if that's against the TOS, right? There doesn't we don't need a conspiracy to explain literally any of this. Chris I'm sorry people probably don't want you in rumble because people don't want rumble to be seen as just a platform where all the nazis go okay P- elon doesn't want you on twitter Although he gave you an unbanned because as soon as you got unbanned, within twenty four hours, you were already tweeting crazy shit, and then you were back in spaces talking crazy shit. People don't want you on kick a company owned completely by private equity with no external advertiser whatsoever. What is tying all of these together? The ADL, which is only spending five hundred million dollars, five times the XQC deal, you think that's enough for them to keep every single one of these social media platforms under their thumb? What was Elon's individual investment in Twitter? Was it like thirty three billion dollars? And you're saying five hundred so million dollars is enough to keep Facebook market cap of what? 120- trillion fucking dollars um facebook twitter private equity held kick private equity held rumble publicly traded somehow the adl is keeping you off of all these platforms don't you think it might just be the case that people don't want you because you're radical you just spew right-wing talking points and it's bad for the platform yeah yeah every single band can be very easily explained by this is not popular makes our platform look bad and we don't want it and i don't have to invent like sometimes the adl is a lot of pressure sometimes they keep five people banned but they accidentally unban me and but then they remember to reban me and they somehow influence publicly traded companies to get rid of me but not fresh and fit that have me on them it doesn't make sense okay yeah let's talk about it so first of all you said could you show me where the adl because i'm sure someone in chat said that didn't happen it's right here if they google that october 28th, 2022 five things adl is watching following elon musk buying twitter point number one in addition to trump other high profile and dangerous individuals may be allowed to return to twitter david duke nick fuentes alex jones andrew oh. tate steve bannon oh these are the okay those oh, are the five that they listed. But Trump got, ben got to Trump and I already said that I said he the three that have not been allowed back me Alex Jones the people that were not permitted back are people that one Elon Musk specifically said Alex Jones can't come back because of Sandy Hook he's got a personal gripe the other two that haven't come back it's me it's David Duke we're the only two that talk about Jews and by the way You know, you say, oh, well, maybe it's just because they don't want you. Maybe it's just because it's a brand risk. Really? And I go back to my once again, you engage with like this part of it and blow it up. It's all sophistry. So let me ask you this, Destiny, with the uh, face in the phone. If Leafy is tweeting every single day for the last five or six weeks, gay people suck. Gay people fucking pull up his timeline while you're on your phone and look at all the stuff he's tweeting about LGBTQ people. Why don't you look at that? That's not a brand risk, but I am. I went on my stream and said, which you didn't even listen to, I know. I tweeted nothing that was offensive. And on the voice chat, I said, we have to be radical. Alex Jones calls me little Hitler. We have to lean into that kind of stuff. So now their policy is hate speech says you can't incite hatred or violence against a group, which is not what I did. They banned me in a very short time. They didn't give me a reason. They didn't tell me it was because of the voice chat. They just took me off. So if it's about bad content or something like that, clearly Leafy's content, and I'm not trying to get him banned, but movie's content is more against the rules than the stuff that I said. (laughs) What's more, you didn't address the Kanye West was told personally you can't come back by Elon. And what did Elon do? Or rather, what did Kanye do? Kanye tweeted the swastika. That's it. He didn't call for the death of anybody. He didn't say anything hateful. He tweeted the swastika and the of David. the star of it was... It's the seal of Solomon.
0: Don't say David. Right. That's a lie. Okay, true. The, the star of Fam. 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 Yes. There you go. Um,
1: so he tweeted that, and Elon literally told him, when all the reinstatement was happening, no, you can't come back. So there's obviously a common denominator here. All the stuff you th- that you throw out there. It falls apart when you look at the breadth of the evidence. People get more canceled for talking about the Jews than they do anything else. They do about gay people, about Muslims. Talk about goalpost shift. Initially, you said, well, people get canceled for anything. Not leafy for gay people with a contract on Rumble and still on Twitter. Not all these Jews that bash Muslims. They're still getting contracts and they're still on Facebook. Only the people who talk about Jews in Israel. And I said the ADL's part of that. You always say, well, you say the ADL controls everything. ADL's a part of that. They're part of this berserker army that goes after these guys. Mm -hmm. And we could get into Facebook, I didn't get to hit that, but we could get into that later.
0: I've watched Stephen for years, and a lot of people in chat have. Did you know there's one group of people he does not joke about for the last four or five years? Every other place he goes edgy. I can find a million clips of any minority group, but there is one where it's like, I can't find Stephen doing any anti Semitic comedy. He can go against blacks, Chinese. Like, if you really want to look for a clips of Stephen mentioning the Jewish community, it's fucking scarce. But he's an edgy guy. Right. He attacks
2: everyone. You've attacked Islam. You've made a lot of jokes. Even Zerker makes jokes make fun about fun of Islam, Islam too.
1: Yeah. Okay, but why? Not it's easy even easier to make fun, of, to make fun, of, fun of, of a nose because it's <laughs> like, <laughs> like I've challenged <laughs> I, people to come on my stream and give me like what are good Jewish jokes. I don't even know any. Like everybody brings. I remember that. stream. There's, there's a lot of jokes. Yeah, I, 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 keep, got, keep, got, keep, I got a. I got got a sesame. What are you talking about? I got a sesame Jewish jokes.
2: I know thirty off my head, but I want to keep my bacon. What are you talking
1: about? Muslim? I you know all sorts of jokes. I
3: was just gonna say that was that was Ryan Dawson calling me on on Telegram. Yeah, I he got, just wanted to say it real quick. Um dude's a homosexual. He, it's actually funny. <laughs> he said he said Nick needs my help here. Zerka's useless. <laughs> but <laughs> Who he said, are you, bro? You weren't said, even uh, invited, faggot. This is this is what he said. He said Elon removed the ADL from the advisory board to trust and safety. Y'all Roth also had to step down. Nick was brought back in this window. Then they had a new Zionist at head of trust and safety and then banned him again. Also, I got banned on all those same things, Nobody even before Nick f- without saying any all racist right. things at all. Martin, he they literally got back on and re-banned in that same window as Nick. So So, what he's saying is that they have people from uh, ADL at the advisory board to trust the safety. Are
0: are we just forgetting that he literally called Nick an anti-Semite recently? Who?
1: This fucking, this fucking faggot. Well, Nick probably is an anti-Semite. Does he not say as much? No, no, we're not not gonna gonna read his shit. He, what is he is didn't it, me me no, you, you know what he did. He
0: said, i "I have no problem with Jews, but Nick is an anti semite." Who the fuck? Stop trying to grow your bum ass platform, faggot. <laughs> All right. Either way, the biggest po- thing point is, is Jesus that is kidding, point,
3: Fuck that. Brian Dawson and Nick are, are enemies, and he still and he still said this to basically say, "Hey, look, Twitter does have some ADL influence," is what he's saying.
4: And also, in Nick's defense as well. So you are harping on the fact that he's on Rumble still, but to be honest with you, like speaking. Uh, plainly uh, uh, in plain uh, sight of the podcast itself, he may be in danger. You never know. So you, you're not sitting behind the scenes either, either way.
1: I don't. I don't think he's in danger. You never know. You never know. <laughs> I think if people wanted to get him, I think he would have been gotten by now. Hey, what?
0: Are, I know this might be anecdotal. But wait, 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 real but, quick. Uh, real quick. What are the chances the only streamer who ever mentions Israel from a straight white male, and that's not an attack on straight white male, it's an attack on Christianity? What are the chances the only streamer in internet history? to just critique Israel is on a fucking no-fly list, banned from PayPal, every fucking platform. What are the chances Nick has this problem? Uh, If Nick was talking about the Great Wall of China, would he have this problem?
1: Okay, so all I'm trying to point out is that, like, if we look at how companies act and how they respond to consumer pressure, it's pretty obvious to explain every single banning that we're talking about. If we try to use this ADL lens, it is the most, like, Unspecific, random schizo fucking unbanning oh, and rebanding ever, right? Okay. Wow. Nick pointed out that the ADL said five people needed to stay banned. Okay. And what, three of them got unbanned? Okay.
2: Where's which the power? Whichever you want to over. Which and i did to go over. Yeah, yeah, no, no, let me, this. This. Let me let ask you this. Let me ask you this. But again, I, I got a great well, dude, question. You for just, it, yeah. you got all five. You just okay. ran okay. for like 20 minutes. Once you finish, so again, I yeah. got a
1: question. So it's again, and I'll point it again because I'm going to reiterate this all through the night because it's going to keep coming up over and over again. They're all powerful. They have all the influence. They control all of these multi trillion dollar market capitalization companies. But when they go to make these huge statements, the ADL says, these are the five people that need to stay banned. For some reason, like two of them are the only ones that stay banned, yeah, or even one of them, Israel, and then one is so Do
0: it's- they critique Israel?
1: If Those ones that got on bad- Elon Musk is, critiques- us. Elon Musk really shit What the fuck are you talking about? You can go on Twitter right now- You're putting my, Elon with Nick? You can go on Twitter right now and find Elon Musk shitting on George Soros. I'm saying he's like a fucking- like a- Is that the same thing? talking about shit. foreign policy so George Soros is like hate? the number one fucking Jewish conspiracy oh, act so he was was saying, in the United Elon? States. Okay? Wow. That's millionaire wow. beef, wow. so Israel. Elon
0: should bring Nick back. That's amazing. I'm just wow. saying so that when you're trying to use- He's got nothing to do with Israel. If you try to-
1: okay. <laughs> interesting so uh, if, you, if you try to use this ADL lens it doesn't explain anything why are some people the, the answer for why leafy is largely untouched is very obvious because nobody knows who the fuck he is or gives a fuck about he's who he is. He's getting incredible oh, impressions right, talking right, about right, that LGBTQ. Oh, wait, 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 wait. More, more than, than your Islamophobic Snigo jokes. Wow. Sneeko brings up, and I hate Islam, thank you for reminding me. Uh, more than what Sneeko brings up, right, uh, uh, Sneeko's correct that Leafy is getting big in some areas, and that's why recently he has gotten pressured. Because as soon as Leafy started doing incredibly unpopular shit, now he's tweeting out that he's getting pressured by Rumble to chill his shit out. And I don't think it was because he was talking about Jews. I think it's because his content is extremely fucking edgy. Because newsflash, most people don't want that type of I love Hitler content on any of their fucking platforms because it's a bad look for literally fucking everybody okay so let me ask you because mm-hmm. i i really wanted to ask you so kanye west people are still buying the yeezys people are still listening to the music right here right, here. right there Okay. Adidas lost, I don't know, a quarter of a billion dollars or something like this because they had to remove Yay. So if you say that it's in response to consumer demands rather than the demands of the ADL, it's pretty clear. The consumers are still buying the Yeezys, but the ADL wanted them gone. So which one did Adidas listen to, the consumers or the ADL? Well, Adidas is still selling Yeezys, aren't they? No, they're not. Didn't, didn't they buy the trademark to Yeezys? No, they're not. They're done selling Yeezys. They fired Kanye. They're not selling them anymore. They have a bunch left over, and they... We're gonna have to destroy him. so they said we're gonna sell them, but donate a portion to the ADL. But they're not gonna sell them. Hey, oh! So, that, well, they are—they're selling out of their stock. But regardless, chances are because of Kanye West being the literally most unpopular fucking figure in the fucking world right now. I don't think that's uh, true. Not right that's not now. True at but all. when he started going on the anti-Jewish shit, yeah, it's not surprising that companies want to separate from that. I don't think that's true. If you look at the comments on
2: any of his <laughs> interviews, his People are agreeing yeah. with them. And you got the edgy guy tweeting like cube jokes yeah, about it. and I've stomp? gotten banned off of platforms make too. Make a juju. <laughs> Can you make a juju? joke?
1: Okay, Destiny made a really oh, bold yeah.
2: claim that we kinda glossed over. He said, I hate Islam. Why don't you hate Judaism?
1: Yeah, good question. Um You can ask chat too. <laughs> No, I'm good. Do you do you even know anything about Judaism? No. Why well, no, do you not hate Judaism? I know. I probably I know a lot do, about I hate Judaism. all organized religions. I'm an atheist. So, so you do you hate Judaism? Judaism? Sure. Yeah. You hate yes, Judaism? Probably. Yeah. Let's okay. fucking
2: go. <laughs> so I don't hate Judaism. I don't even. I don't, don't even hate, hate Jews. I'm
0: just here to get famous <laughs> uh, and rich. Twitter.com/sirkoofficial. No. Uh, no. slash right.
2: right. I don't hate Judaism. Okay, what is that Leafy? Is that Leafy?
0: Oh shit.
4: Destiny tried getting me banned off Rumble, and Twitter threw that dude out the window, bro. He lost the debate,
1: Nick W. Oh shit. Just as a now. heads up, okay. I've never tried to get Leafy banned from anything. We're, We're only reading 109. Leafy, leafy um, tried to mischaracterize. Chris, he he tried to say that I spent four hours on the phone with people the for the fucking girls, rebel to get a band. Chat. None of those conversations oh, girls, ever happened. ever yeah. who,
0: who, Which influencer would beat Steven defending that position? Probably that's an actual
1: Jew. Like Ben Shapiro would probably prefer better. No, he doesn't even talk
0: to you. They're you. Trained he's trained
1: in the Talmud. You're
0: they're you're trained saying, in the Zohar. Hold on. You're saying, If Ben Shapiro was better than Desi, a bigger brain, he'd be here, but he's terrified of you. Yeah, that's why we got to make that one happen. And I think here's the
3: thing everyone here at the table has different takes on this my thing is and i agree with nick on this people might get mad at me i genuinely do agree that if you are a zionist you cannot be an american patriot because having dual Mm -hmm. allegiance doesn't make sense you have to pick one country and if you are a zionist and care about israeli interests a lot of the times it does not coincide with american interests so that's what it is but you you will get labeled a certain
0: thing for saying that we're sitting here pretending kanye's children weren't taken from him for a fucking question his mouth's moved sonically he got his fucking kids taken you want to sit here and say he's fucking crazy and manic what what if it's your kids bro you don't give a fuck he 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 raised a
3: controversial he raised a controversial question my thing is again this is this is my take on it there's an issue with zionists that are in power that unduly influence american foreign policy that puts the united states in a compromising situation while simultaneously putting israel in a leverage and power position to wage wars without any Mm -hmm. risk to to Israel. That's my issue. And Destiny
2: I, admitted in this debate. He said I don't that, have an issue with Jews. No, I have an issue with Zionists that have okay. power. I can, that, I can, that I can nuke it. I can
0: nuke it right here. Dude, I have never, ever met a Jew behind closed doors. We're not live. That didn't say, yeah, we run shit. We run banking. They admit <laughs>
4: it. <laughs> are, yeah. they, are
0: they conspiracy theorists Look too? It. Even Jews admit uh, it. Okay. Know.
4: Question for the panel. This topic right here. Does knowing it help you in your day-to-day life? No. To be honest. That's the, the Tate. Um, so then why point. is why it talk so big? because Because jesus is king and they're trying
0: to reject their messiah christ is king it's a holy war it it is important to think about especially
2: when you do business with people because if you do business with people that believe and if you look at the Talmud, you can see certain examples where they think that it's okay to lie to other groups that, that if you're goy that you're not one of us. They have a certain allegiance with each other, and that's just part of their book. The Talmud means teaching. If you look at actually the Torah, it says that Jews are the chosen people. So if they carry that belief if to their, their core of their religious text, they believe that they're chosen. And things like interest on loans and the way they do banking, which is completely haram in Islam, that's going to affect the way you do business with people and how you navigate the world. So if you don't know this stuff like that and you go blindly and you go in with good faith, thinking that everybody is going to be completely on the same page as you, you can get manipulated. So it's Wait, important. Doesn't to Doesn't every things. religious group think they're the chosen people? Yes, they do. That's well, not true. No, that's but wait, all, Christians I don't, don't know, think they've been it. chosen. And here's that.
1: why. And here's why. Because Christianity is a universal religion. In order to become a Christian, blood you need to be baptized. Jews our bloodline And in order to be a Muslim, you say the Shahada. Is what you say? You say your and Shahada. We you, you practice the five, it's fasting, almsgiving, those kinds of things. Yep judaism is only ethnic and you they'll say that's judaism. literally no, not, true. That it's not true, it's true. You guys
3: guys, let nick because he started let him talk about it and then we can uh it's called destiny. birthright
1: yeah so judaism they say that it it's not universal it's exclusive and they describe. i mean there are so-called converts no real orthodox jews regard converts as orthodox real jews. jews aren't the only jews i know that but How many converts are billionaires? How many converts are billionaires? That's a good point, but also zero. And and regardless, the point is is that it's exclusive, not universal, so they view If you look at the Talmud, it says this. It says that non-Jews are beasts. They're beasts in the shape of men. And they say that beasts aren't fit to serve us, the real people, so God made beasts that are shaped like men. This is not, by the way, some crackpot. This is the head rabbi for the Sephardic Jews in Israel said this in 2010, that the Jews are, the goyim, work for us. Who bows to him? Netan? Netanyahu, yeah. He bows to this fucking old fuck. So, so Every religious group, totally of people different. think that right. they are the chosen that's people. That's Why not you are true. religious? Well. And nope. also, so the idea the, that you can't convert to Judaism and it's only ethnic is just a lie. You, can't you, intermarry. Wrong, you cannot intermarry. You cannot intermarry
2: within Judaism. That's, no, no, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's forbidden in their book. They, they think that it's bad to. Wait, you're telling me a Jewish person and
1: non-Jewish person can't marry each other? They're not supposed to. Just wrong. That's not okay.
2: You don't know what you're talking about. You don't think you can go to Israel?
1: He just—you just said it by the mom. you just said it by the mom's side. Why would they even have that rule if, if it was always mother and father of both Jewish? She she is, you're contradicting yourself. Is you is literally can marry into it. And you have can you convert in other ways as well. That's that's absolutely a, it's forbidden. Okay. Steven, right. let's Just let's fact say,
2: check it in your chat. Guys, like you said, Jewish friends Israel. Okay, let me finish Ask your chat to show you the link where it says that Jews cannot intermarry because it's true. Right? In Islam, you can marry other people of the book. We believe that other people of the book can go. You don't even have to be a Muslim to go to heaven. That's why you guys finish circle. That's why they marry Let them finish man or camels. As long as you are a good person in Islam, you could still make it to Jannah. you could still go to heaven, as long as you have good intentions in your heart. It has nothing to do with your ethnicity, it has nothing to do with the allegiance to as long as you're a good person that's why i believe in islam that's why christianity is very similar but judaism is in not christianity re- you go to hell if you don't believe in god right but there's a lot Anyone of similarities god. Well, how is that assimilated that's anybody, somebody anybody can become a christian yeah. not anybody can no, become a jew but even if you convert and you go through the seven-year process they will never accept you as hold a on, jew you're called the
4: chosen.
2: Wait, wait. It's so, hold on. that's the, the core
4: point he is saying Every religion has its people that say, you know what? We're chosen because we have the right religion. And then Jews are born into their chosen right. I'm just saying every religion is... On paper, right in their own eyes, but, but Judaism, yeah, well, let me, let me Judaism
1: is not based in faith;
2: it's based on ethnicity. Exactly, no, that's why
1: it's different. That's because the only even reason, Yeah. You know, you ask, no, 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 let me let me jump in here because this is important. Mm-hmm. You this should have a, actual Jewish people here to explain. This is it's what totally makes fun. them. This you. is what makes them different. They will regard even they they call them non-religious or non-practicing Jews. They still regard them as Jews. You could talk to any orthodox jew they regard a jew that doesn't practice the law you know they don't strap on the tefillin they don't do the prayers they don't do that shit Uh, uh, uh. they still call them jews and you know it's actually true that jews are leading the charge in terms of atheism yet they still call themselves jews what other religion is like this no one would say i'm ethnically christian no one would say i'm ethnically muslim you might say you're arabic the difference is that one is a universal creed you can accept through faith. The other says that we are human beings and everyone else is animals. And you can look in the Talmud, it sure says that non-Jews are animals. You can't marry them, it's akin to bestiality. They say that the issue of a Gentile is like that of a horse. That means that our semen is like a horse's semen. It It's also, last thing I'll say, it's the only religion that hates Jesus Christ. Every other religion, Islam says that Jesus is a prophet. Buddhists and Hindus, they're a little ambivalent about it. Christians obviously worship Jesus. Judaism's the only religion that hates Jesus. They, yeah. And these are like the most famous rabbis. Maimonides, who's one of the most famous and influential rabbis from Spain, said that he wishes all Gentiles would die. He said that Jews should not rescue if, Gentiles if they're in peril, if their life is in fuck danger. that nigger. It's and in the Talmud. Like Israel Shohak has. Yeah. I mean, there's about a on both of sides, right there. So, you yeah. can see that. No, but that, that that's the Holy Book. Them. That's the Talmud. That'd be like if the Bible said this. And but, you
0: got to remember, Christians wait, are telling Jews. Wait, 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 Christians uh, are telling,
1: wait, 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 wait. Christians uh, are telling Jews convert to Christ. You right. can be saved. First of all, they're not doing We're it. Pretty sure Judaism regards Jesus as a as uh, one of the prophets, yes. <laughs> no, That's Islam. No, 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 fuck. That's Islam. Yeah, no, that's Islam. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. hold on. Number two, number two. You've literally never opened a Quran in your life. I don't know why you've been that's talking about true. religion, okay? I'm number two, through. have you, you said you, you hate religion?
2: Do yeah, you, you have it. a favorite verse yet? It's right here, the background of my phone. You said you hate religion that you don't even know what it's about.
1: Okay. Number two, literally 40% of Jewish women out marry in the United States. Why? How is that even possible if it's illegal according to their religion? So is it is Judaism, are they considered then like real Jews or not? Well, they you are did say that Jews. Are wait wait so they're considered real Jews even if they're not practicing and then they can outmarry Steer. are those other people considered yes, Jewish no if they don't practice the law okay so if you have a Jewish woman that marries a non-jewish man and then they have a child does that child have birthright in the Israel it's considered a Jew yes okay if you have a Jewish man and he marries a non-jewish woman does that child get birthright to Israel a Jewish man non-jewish woman I don't think they so, do no. You, like you can literally have any connection whatsoever to Jewish I think lineage, you're wrong about and they will they will let you. But Israel sure will true. give birth right to fucking. Anybody either way, but it doesn't Not, birthright. not, birthright by way, by not, what, not either destiny, way. Not either way. Not either way. But I'm just saying this idea that Judaism is this hyper exclusionary fucking religion is not true. If you I, can convert. Do I everybody, everybody to, to Israel? Okay, if it's do, do I not excl- have a birthright? Probably not. But it doesn't matter. But you're saying Twitter. Wait, wait, wait. But if I but if I went and said I believe in Judaism, I believe it's true. Would I have a birthright to Israel? No, right. if you because wait, to five five and again. Yep. if I said Judaism is true, <clears> I'm <throat> Jewish, I would not have a birthright to if Israel. You, if the mom converted to Judaism and had a child, that child would have birthright with no ethnic ties. I don't think that's, that's true. true, it, true. it is true. Right. I don't think that, that, that is that's true. true. According true. to what, your chat? No, according to friends I have in Israel. Th- oh, friends? <laughs> well, my friends edit. Edit. Okay, that's true. We got move on. Yeah, it's just like, you can explain the, the what goes on in the world can be explained through so many simple things. Uh, it can be advertiser pressure. It can be uh, foreign relations with other countries. Like, you could look at, like, reported history as it's recorded, and it generally makes sense. Okay. When you start getting to this idea of, like, the Jews control everything in the United States, but not everything, uh, just some parts of the government, uh, but also all of the media, sometimes they can manufacture enough consent for some wars, but not all of them. And when we do go to wars, sometimes we target the targets. The Jews want us to target, but not the right ones. And sometimes it takes us two wars to do. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. It's a smorgasbord of random fucking claims and random things. The reality is, is you can find any ethnic group in the United States that will make claims about any countries. If you follow enough of these claims, you could probably manufacture. I've seen pictures where people show how many Irish presidents or how many Irish people were in positions of power and wars that we went in. Like you could do this with any group of people. The reality is, is this predictive framework does not give you an actual analysis of the world at all. That's why when Nick brings up the ADL said five people had to say banned, and that's why I'm banned, even though I got unbanned, and two or three of the other people are unbanned too. But right, it just doesn't make any sense. It falls apart at the seams when you actually take a critical lens and you're not just rattling off a, a, like five or ten random wars that, upon greater scrutiny, like Gaddafi and Libya, um, like why we didn't go into uh, um, Iran, like why we didn't go into Syria, uh, like why we went into Afghanistan, none of it actually holds up to scrutiny when you actually analyze the actual situation. So when we look at the documents even that Nick cites, you don't see that uh, they they were as he reported. Iraq wasn't the first one listed on the clear break memo. It was fucking Syria that we didn't actually go in and put uh, boots on the ground with because we couldn't manufacture consent for that one, but we could for every other one. a it's just, it's a, a, the reason why, and, and even broader, the reason why people don't debate this is because there's nothing to debate. There are no strong claims ever. And that's always the issue when it comes to conspiracy theories. What is the strong claim? When I started out, I said the JQ, and I get, I, apparently, I'm the only one here that even knows the fuck the JQ is. The JQ is saying, Just no, my got it. The JQ is saying that there is a group of people in the United States um, that have an allegiance to Israel, that are most likely Jewish Zionists, that are leveraging undue influence in the government to work in a way that is to the detriment of US foreign and domestic policy. That's what the JQ is. At the end of our foreign policy debate, Nick backed this up to well, the JQ is there are some people in the United States that are of Israeli descent and they might like Israel more than the United States, which is okay. I don't even know if that's controversial. That's the JQ. Probably like 80% of people would sign up for it. So that's my point. Uh, yeah. Well, that's just so amazing. Yeah, what what an mean, amazing retelling of that debate. Before you make your final statements, can I, you yeah, said that but... it's all
2: these wild claims. Do you admit that the amount of Jewish influence is disproportionate to their small population in the United States?
1: I don't admit that. That's a fact, yes. Okay. Pay attention. Watch how the ADL moves. Watch who gets canceled, who doesn't. Learn what people are deathly afraid to say. Kanye West said a lot of controversial stuff. It wasn't until he talked about Jews that he had these ramifications. You can compare me to any other conservative, and no matter how politically incorrect they are, they remain more platformed because there is one topic that they, at pain of deplatforming and total ostracism, will not address. It's not rocket science, it's not weird, it's not random, it's not crazy, it's just pattern recognition. They're disproportionately represented in everything. You go to these, uh, it's, I think it's a website called jewishcontributions.com, they're all represented in finance, in academia, in government, and it's always to the benefit of Israel, always using their influence against this conversation. It's not that there's no conversation to have, of course there is. They would not be censoring it if there wasn't. We can analyze all the double standards, you can look into the evidence for yourself, it speaks for itself. You would actually need to just stuff your fucking ears and say, la, 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 like, you know, nothing ever happens. Like, religion matters. Nationality matters. Ethnicity matters. These patterns matter. They're not coincidences. There are no coincidences. We cannot just believe everything they say in the media about war, wealth, allegiances, race. You know, the reason that content like this is actually doing so well, 100,000 viewers on a dissident platform where many of us are banned on YouTube are constantly... A pain of possibly being banned is because they do not want these subjects to be discussed that's why all of this is happening you couldn't explain it any other way other than mass delusion or something so that's my closing statement pay attention not random no coincidences just pattern recognition the closing thought and ultimately if you are an atheist like destiny is you believe that this group the jews are just one group among others it's false
3: no way not this time. No.
1: And Dawson to some extent, too. That's why he calls me an anti-Semite. If you if you are an atheist, you don't believe in God, then these Jews who have been around for thousands and thousands of years as a minority without a country that wield this influence, it's arbitrary. It could just be anybody else. I find that impossible without a biblical religious explanation. It's a religious war. These people hate Jesus. They have occupied the vessel of Christianity, which was Europe, and they are set against Catholicism. That's their number one enemy. That's why it matters in our lives. That's why it matters to talk about. It does affect everybody. If we want people to be saved, we want a good virtuous society, it's got to be Christians running it, not people that hate Christians, which are Jews.